0: Welcome to the Best Picture Cast. I'm your host, Kieran B. I recently completed my goal of watching every Oscar Best Picture winner ever and decided to start a podcast to review each one. Each episode, myself and revolving co-hosts will discuss, assess, and evaluate a different Best Picture winner with the goal to establish a ranking for the entire list. This is not, however, what we will be doing today. This is a bonus episode. This is a Thanksgiving bonus episode where we are giving back to the people who make the podcast, namely myself.
1: This is, <laughs> this is
0: my favorite movie of all time, and uh, I figure, you know, since we're doing this podcast, we might as well have an episode on my favorite movie of all time, and we'll do it on my favorite holiday of the calendar year, too, and that's Thanksgiving. So this is the Thanksgiving special. I'm uh, joined here by a couple familiar voices
2: to my left here. Hey, guys, it's uh, Joe Yar, and yeah, this is also my favorite movie, and... Um, Really excited to be doing this. Uh, I think from, even when we started talking about doing this, uh, we were talking about how do we throw in a Shawshank episode. This is pretty
0: unbelievable. We talked about this since the first, uh, since your Cuckoo's Nest episode, episode two. uh, And also joining us as well,
3: Chris G. uh, It's in my top five favorite movies of all time. So it's it's all of... It's one of the big ones for all of us. Uh, yeah,
0: going to be a love
2: fest uh, here today. Yeah,
3: <laughs> sorry guys, it's gonna be, not going to be too much critique in this one. If
2: you want conflict, we're not going to fake it to entertain <laughs> yeah. you. Just right. enjoy we'll, that it's a good movie that we love and shut up.
0: We'll delve through all the <laughs> common nitpicks, and uh, I do have a negative, a critic's negative review that I'm going to read and, and tackle too, which should be should be fun. And, uh, Chris, we covered your favorite movie already. Which was Jaws? Yes. We did that in the Man for All Seasons episode. Absolutely, we're back in the same BPC studio that we did that here. We're yep. back in the studio, Chris G. Yeah, great Absolutely. studio.
3: So yeah, those are the, both those movies are uh, they're very close on my list. They made fluctuate. Jaws never fluctuates, but some yeah. of the others do here and there. But uh, yeah, Shawshank's always one of the top ones. I mean, I think if you enjoy movies and you know enough about them, I mean, Shawshank's probably up there. And, almost everybody's list. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's a movie that uh, I
0: think still probably gets its little criticism here and there because there's people who... Just kind of want to hate what everybody loves, you know. There's always get those those contrarians in there, and it is the IMDb number one movie. So I think anytime someone holds a a throne in that kind of spot, someone always wants to take it down. Yeah, but it's been
2: years at number one. I mean, what is it? Nine point
3: three on IMDb. Nine point three. It's like Like a whole
2: tenth of a point ahead of Godfather.
3: It's It's also had such a long like life after its theatrical release. You know, thanks Ted Turner. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, cable. I mean, it's been on cable nonstop for the last twenty years. Yeah. Yeah. it is a
0: it's a mind-boggling story behind this movie yeah. and, and the ascension that it had from basically Box office bust. <laughs>
3: yeah, disaster the re-release into... after the Oscars, it didn't even make its budget back the first right. the first round. Yeah, yeah. And then it got nominated for seven Oscars.
0: And, and uh, a movie directed by Frank Darabont, who directors were trying to buy it away from him yeah. and offering him money, and he turned down millions of dollars millions. To, to make it his first yeah. directorial. Rob piece. Reiner
2: offered him like four million dollars, yeah. I yeah, think, and
3: and to do whatever other movie he wanted to do. Right. Basically, like it's yours, and he's like, no, he bet on himself. Yeah, I mean, yeah listen, and, and... the guy writes
2: Dream Warriors. He knows what he's talking yeah. about. That's <laughs> that,
0: that's right <laughs> joey i know
3: it's a joey yeah. favorite
0: yeah. and so it, just imagine too as you turn down millions of dollars to bet on yourself and do this you put together the shawshank redemption you yourself know what it is and what you what you made you put it out in box office and just nobody goes yeah i mean imagine that feeling it's got to be that's got to be like the dejection that goes what, on there how was the movie marketed in? Well, we'll yeah, we're going to get into These, a little bit about that. I think that the title the, the was name is one tough. of the issues. Yeah. The name is tough. The name is really tough. It yeah, also came out at the same time yes. as Pulp Fiction, as Forrest Gump. Yeah. I think that Jurassic Park was still yep, in Jurassic theaters Jurassic Park at the time. was still there. And it's yeah. just like people were not going to... But that's <laughs> what... Videos, video sales are still huge. And when this movie went out, they like doubled the order of what a regular release would be. Right. To the point where video stores were like, why is this movie... Why are we getting this order for this movie? I think they kind of knew that it'd be a little bit of a word of mouth. Right. And once people can sit and watch in their living room and talk about it, it would be a different story.
3: Uh, once the Oscars, you know, the Oscar lists come out of who's nominated and it gets seven nominations. I think people were like, oh, wait, what is this? And then it's, attention starts to build there. And they actually re-release, didn't they re-release, they re-release it after the Oscars. Yep. And it does really well after that. Yeah. But I... It's one of those movies that just... You had to get people to go in the theater and see. At least one. And then the word of mouth comes. And the Oscars can do that for movies. I mean, there's movies that you never heard of. And then once they win an Oscar... They get legs. They get legs. We talked about
0: in the Slumdog Millionaire episode. That's one that really took off after the Oscar. I mean, that one one Best Picture, so it right. makes a little more sense there. Sure. But yeah, but Shawshank Redemption was one of the highest video rental movies of all time. Yeah, and I then it's I,
2: so. it's year after year, it's the most played on cable. In 2013, it was played for 151 hours. That's six days and seven hours of airtime. That's crazy. That's outrageous. From what I was
3: reading, a lot of the actors lived off of this yeah. movie. Yeah,
2: you The know, warden the, the warden talked in like 2015, he's still making six figures. And wow. he said, he goes, my daughter will be making six figures from this
3: after. Just because yeah. it's, it's, it's being played, I guess they get royalties. Yeah, and, yeah, and he's and the third build on it, the,
2: so that
0: helps him.
3: Right, right.
0: So, which kind of leads me to my next point is, do you, this has been become such a fabric of all of our memories and the, Do you remember your first time seeing the Shawshank Redemption?
2: Very clearly, yeah. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about. It. So I was in we were in high school. It was junior year in high school lacrosse retreat. The high, my high school had a um like a retreat house upstate, and I remember one night we were I mean, probably twenty five six. 18 to 18 year old jabronis they go like, oh, let's watch short redemption nobody was paying attention i was not paying attention then it started and it hooked me right away and when i came home my first thing i did was go rent it and watched it again yeah again i gotta i gotta get this yeah. full attention here yeah and, I, and that it got me and i remember nobody else was paying attention i was sitting in the room just staring at it <laughs> and i loved every second of it and yeah and then yeah. i got home and rented it and watched it again and awesome i've been watching it can't even imagine how many times I've seen it in piecemeal throughout yeah, the last well. twenty. I guess that was probably twenty years ago at this point. Yeah,
3: I have very little memory of watching <laughs> it for the first time. I just—it's yeah. one of those movies that's just always been in my. I can't—I can't remember a time where it wasn't in my consciousness. Like, yeah, I'm sure there. I'm obviously there was a first time. I'd I, I imagine it was probably around college age. You know, mm-hmm. maybe maybe before, but I don't really remember the specific time. I know I've seen it. A million times since, but <laughs> I don't remember the first time.
0: Yeah, wow. Well, what about you, Karen? Uh, yeah, so I do. I have I have two kind of early memories of this. One is as a child, so it came out right whenever you know in 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 video probably a year after, so ninety four or ninety five, and. My parents had rented it, and they were watching it, and I, you know, I'm, I'm young at that age, you know, it was probably like eight, eight years old or nine years old. Your parents were trying so. to scare you straight from going and, to prison. Well, it. no, they're just watching <laughs> it, but it was kind of like a Sunday day watch. Okay. So, like, so I was kind of lingering around, there was like the, the computer was in the common area or so, and I'm just, you know, I'm going on the computer playing computer games or what, and it's the scene where... Poor fat ass gets oh, uh, beaten oh, yes. to death. I'm just like sitting there as it's going on and they're like, ah, uh, they like pause it. And they're like, yeah, I think you're going to have to go play upstairs. <laughs> it's not, I, we thought that this was like a, a like a, ch- uh, okay for kids, but I guess probably not, you know? So I'm like, oh, so that was just like, that was my early recollection of it, but I didn't see it until high school. Uh, probably around the same time as, as you, Joey, is probably like a sophomore in high school or so. And I caught it on TNT.
1: Right. The Don't beginning,
0: try. the very beginning of the title screen. I'm like, oh, the Shawshank Redemption. Okay, and it just sucked me in, and I sat there through commercials <laughs> the probably about four hours of that of it, <laughs> yeah. just because they're going to break so many times. And yeah, and then and I'm just like, wow, this movie
2: is absolutely incredible. And then
3: I, I mean, that movie essentially built TNT. I think that yeah. they played it almost on a yeah. loop for. I a mean, long Ted time.
2: Turner bought it, sold it to himself, <laughs> yeah. And then you know, between TBS and TNT, and just played it nonstop, and it blew up. It's yeah, because they owned it, it became so
0: cheap. So much cheaper to play over right. every other movie that it's like, all right, let's just play this all the time. Yeah,
2: and I think that's why for people our age, it's just so
3: it's ingrained in our, yeah. us. Right? It just kind of is. Seen it. It's been on all. It's always been there. It's a movie <laughs> that also you don't have to catch at the beginning. You you you'll wherever you catch it, you're 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 sucked into it. Before we do the dive here,
0: I do want to remind everyone that you can follow us on our socials at Best Picture Cast. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Uh, you can also email us our email is bestpicturepodcast at yahoo.com if you agree or disagree with anything that we're talking about in any of these we love to hear from people we read it on air if you have something something interesting to say and we like that kind of back and forth dialogue it's a big part of what we do here yeah so just follow us on any one of those also if uh, if you're listening to this on Apple Apple Pods rate and review it helps us a lot it helps our visibility it helps us get it get us out there um, and subscribe too. So if you rate, review, subscribe, all that helps us. Uh, all that moves us in the right direction. And uh, all these guys here, you know, Joe and Chris are here today, but whether it's Grant or Artie or Brendan or Jay or, or Rob or Oz or any of the guys that have come on and helped us set or, or even the future people who are going to come on and help us out, uh, they all put a ton of work in and, and put a lot into this. So all of that really helps us out a lot. I go real light with these things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Joey actually uh, outdid Stephen King's short story with the, uh, with the nose thing today. But anyway, so we're going to do the deep dive here. Before we do that, I just want to talk a little bit about what we're sipping on
2: today. So uh, Joey, what do you have here? So I have, um, I-, I was looking for a bohemian style ale. I ended up going with a Montauk session. Okay. I, yeah. I was wandering around the um, beer distributor for about a half hour looking, and I think they thought I was trying to steal. so I was like you know what let me just get out of here so I went with Montauk because can't go wrong with Montauk a bucket of suds is are sipping here on top
3: of the roof what do you you got here Uh, I got more of like a a local one Uh, Brooklyn winter lager Uh, you know it's the time of year yeah and uh, that's what I felt like so that's what I did cool I'm I'm a free man Kieran I can decide to do whatever I want (laughs) that's
0: right but this could this could very well be your own roof here that's right I went back to the old Death Steel Brewery which is one that I've done a, a couple times here it's in Illinois Brewery. I got the uh, the Wild Sour Series. I love sour nice. ales. So, you know, while I love Thanksgiving and I love Shawshank Redemption, I might as well get a beer that I love, too. Nice. It is a Key Lime Pie Goes... Wow. Yeah, so interesting. So if you're having a, a key lime pie for dessert on Thanksgiving, nice. This is a little shout out to and you. And the goes there.
2: are nice with a little bit of the saltiness in it too. With yeah,
0: the sour, really. Yeah, very really interesting nice taste. taste. Yeah, that's a brewery out in Illinois. And this movie was, though it's set in Maine, was filmed in Ohio. Ohio yeah, I yep. believe. Yes, and they still have like a, a Shawshank Museum you
2: there. Can, you can go there. Yeah, but you got go to check that out one day. Yep. Yeah. They do tours, and all like the local businessmen have like different. Like the bakeries have Shawshanks theme things. Very cool. Everybody has. Everybody's really marketing it. It's, it's, smart. Kind of,
3: it's like the Jaws. Uh, the town of Jaws was filmed. in the Same yeah. thing. Everything's Jaws related. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, it's yeah. Very are...
2: cool. So that's something I got to check. Listen, if out it somewhere. brings people in, good for you.
0: Absolutely. So are we ready to do this? Here, we're we ready to do the yep. old deep dive. All right, let's get started here so we can start talking about this movie. The year is 1994. The WWF heavyweight champion was Bret the Hitman Hart. And Bret Hart would drop that title later on the year to Bob Backlund, a guy hard. who we talked about. Why does he come
2: up? He came back. He comes up talked, as much as Shakespeare. We talked
0: about him in the Halloween episode. Uh, so he won the title for the first time in 15 years. Surprising everyone. I kind of like how Bob Backlund is looming over this podcast with his cross-faced <laughs> chicken wing, ready to strike at any time. The Stanley Cup champs. I'm sorry to report, Ugh. were the New York Rangers. Oh, Yes, and they defeated the Vancouver Canucks in seven games. Vancouver Canucks are Chris's wife's favorite team.
3: Yeah, she still hasn't gotten over that.
0: Yes, and do, do do you guys know who the MVP was of that Stanley Cup? My uh, Richter? Uh, no, okay, that's probably a fair guess if you figured that it wasn't going to be Messi. Messi would have been my guess, but if I fixed, if I'm guessed. asking it, it had to be a trick with It was Brian Leach. Oh, wow. Brian Leach. Yeah, we're we're very Islanders-friendly here, yeah. so this isn't the, the best thing. I think they beat the Islanders in the first round. They of, did. Uh, in that playoffs, yeah. Yeah,
2: because I was at a, some sort of lacrosse camp, again, and I just remember getting hurt. There was a big uh-huh. Islanders-Rangers fight. Yikes. Uh, other world leaders that year, this is Artie and
0: Joey's favorite segment where I get to mispronounce all the people around the world. Uh, the English <laughs> Prime Minister was John Major. Of course, that was under the sovereignty of Elizabeth II. The Canadian Prime Minister was Jean Chrétien. I don't know why you do this to yourself.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It really is. It really is uh, uh, self-harm.
0: No one makes you do this. (laughs) The president of France was Francois Mitterrand. The uh, president of Italy was Oscar Luigi Scalafaro. The the president of Germany was Richard von Weisssacker. The president of Mexico was Carlos Salinas de Gortari. (laughs) <laughs> and the Russian president was Boris Yeltsin.
2: I mean, you crushed the Italian names. I, I will give you full credit
3: for that. <laughs> he, he he goes full inglorious yeah. bastards. But yes, the Italian. Ronnie. Yeah, yeah. Every time. <laughs> One more
0: time. Okay. So the country music song of the year, of course, was "Chattahoochee," written by Alan Jackson and Jim right. Jim McBride. Guys, Chattahoochee. Is it a place? What story are we telling here with Chattahoochee? Chattahoochee is a, It's a town, right? It is. What do we think? What do, what I would think it's a small it's town, a town in the right? middle of nowhere. Okay. Where, where are they just... What do they do in this town?
3: Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe a little dancing, a little boozing. I don't know. What? What we're we're not far off. We're not far off. Dancing might be outlawed? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we're not far off. Chattahoochee's a river. Oh. Uh, and oh the, yes. Okay.
0: The Chattahoochee okay, River fine. is... Uh, it forms the southern half of the Alabama and Georgia border, as well as the as the portion of the Florida-Georgia border. The song Chattahoochee is essentially about... a group of just enjoying their summers by the uh, the Chattahoochee River. Way down yonder on the Chattahoochee, never knew how much that muddy water meant to me, but I learned how to swim, I learned who I was, a lot about living, and a little about love. So there uh, you go. Okay. The All right. Chattahoochee. There, there
3: was a dancing and boozing going on. There I'm was sure
2: there was a lot was. of dancing and boozing there. It had
0: to be. Yes. O- original it was, original thought very incorrect. And as the open line says, the way down yonder by the Chattahoochee it was hotter than a hoochie coochie. <laughs> So, right, all right, there's yeah. a lot of booze Yikes. in <laughs> it's a lot of wow. booze yeah. uh, Another wow. interesting, uh, g- so like they do song of the year and record of the year. So song of the year is obviously for the writers. Record of the year is recorders. So the record of the year was was I Swear.
1: Uh, what so now, did you know that a was a country
0: song, song no. before it was the All for One no. hit number one hit? You no. know, which is in the opening scene of um, the Ryan Reynolds. Just uh, just Friends. Just, just Friends. Yeah. I know what one one your favorites.
3: One of my yeah. favorite comedies of all time. Underrated. It's yeah. a great Christmas movie. Uh, just it's the read. anniversary of its release, like now. Not really? Yeah. yeah. Anna oh.
2: Faris just posted something today.
3: My wife and I watch it every yep. year around Christmas yeah. time. Annie uh, Amy Smart. Yeah. Amy Amy where it's did Annie Smart go? Loved her. Yep. Loved her. Uh, it's, it's a, yeah. It's where a great. Where It's an underratedly yeah. amazingly hilarious yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah I I, I, just watch it just for like, what Kieran said. The the opening yeah. with Ryan Reynolds oh, singing great. that song. No, underrated movie. Some of the best. It's comedy I've ever seen.
2: Wait, where did Amy Smart go? She was on a she was recently on a Scrubs podcast and she was great. But where the hell was she, she on? on Scrubs?
3: She was she on was. three episodes. Yeah. Oh well. Wow, okay. uh, Tasty coma wife. What's her name? She had or? a big run, man, and then she kind of just fell off. And yeah. I swear, I did not
2: know that was a country. Who was the country song by? You, if you said it, uh, John
0: Michael Montgomery. Oh, I don't Let's know who see. that is. Okay,
1: so,
2: well, yeah, but
0: um, yeah. So then the following year, All for One recorded it and it became a number one hit. <laughs> yeah, it was for a big the, deal. Uh, yeah, crossover. Okay, so uh, the Shawshank Redemption came out in 94 as we mentioned was a little bit of a box office boss. it was however nominated for seven oscars including best picture best lead actor morgan freeman best adapted screenplay frank darabont best cinematography roger deakins best film editing richard francis bruce best score thomas newman and best sound so, uh, and if you needed any more evidence as to why the Golden Globes are a complete joke, uh, it, was, <laughs> it was nominated for only two Golden Globes. Uh, really? Best well, Writing and Best Actor, Morgan Freeman. I mean... Wow. It, yeah. It, uh, as we did mention, though, it is number one on the IMDb, 9.3, Joey, as you said, and it uh, did make the 2007 AFI Top 100 list, clocking in at number 72. Really? Mm-hmm. That's low. Yeah, really? I'm surprised Ooh. by that inducted into the National Film Registry in 2015. The movie is starring Tim Robbins, Morgan Freeman, Bob Gutten, William Sadler, Clancy Brown, and Gil Bellows and Mark Rolston. It was directed by Frank Darabon. It was written by Frank Darabon based on a short story, Rita Hayworth and The Shawshank Redemption by the great Stephen King. As we mentioned, the music was by Thomas Newman, the cinematography by Roger Deakins, and the film editing by Richard Francis Bruce. All notable guys, if you don't know them, I mean, uh, Thomas Newman is, has been nominated, I think, like 13 to 15 times for score and Has Never Won. Uh, his most notable work is, uh, other than the Shawshank Heroes, he did the, the Three theme... Mile, I think. Uh, yeah, he did the theme yeah. to the Six Mist Feet Under.
2: Two. Oh, really? Yes, oh! Yes, oh the well, that was, was him. Under. I love mm-hmm. that. That's a great theme. One of my great favorite shows. Me yeah. too. Yeah, One of my favorite endings
0: to a show. Absolutely. And he was um, up this year for 1917. I think a lot of people thought he would get it. he's never
2: won? He's never won. I thought he should have won this year for 1917. I thought that was great.
0: And then Roger Deakins, the cinematographer, had been nominated a whole ton of times. This was his first nomination for Shawshank. Mm -hmm. Nomination a ton of times. Finally got it for Blade Runner 2049. Mm -hmm. And then did 1917 and would would win it again. So
3: some of the crew is still together. Huh? Still they, they, crushing things. Still, Still out right. there
0: doing it, yeah. And yeah. the guy who did the film editing did Seven, The Rock, Air Force One, and The Green Mile. So good, wow. good solid wow. action movies there.
3: From back of the camera, uh, behind the camera to the front of the camera, everybody, it's flawless, man. There's, yeah.
0: and, there's and, and a lot of talent going on. Again, we mentioned this is uh, Thomas Newman's first Oscar nomination. It's Roger Deacon's first Oscar nomination. It's Frank Darabont's first. Everyone here, it was this all-star team before we knew they were all-stars. Right. And now looking back you just see, wow, like everybody here is clicking on all cylinders.
3: What about Morgan? Freeman with, with uh, Driving Miss Daisy, okay. He had been nominated for Driving
0: Miss Daisy yeah. and he'd also been nominated for Glory. Oh, great so, yeah, movie. yeah, so he yeah, had been there a couple that. times and he I wouldn't win, win until a Million Dollar Baby. He won the supporting right. actor for that. And Tim Robbins would also win in a Clint Eastwood, right? Yeah, they uh, both uh, won Clint Eastwood. Yeah, oh, Mr. Griffin, uh, uh, yeah. 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 yeah.
3: I know this isn't a who should have won podcast, but okay. can we talk about? Or a second, who won? Yeah, let's let's do the all Oscar thing right now. It's us get okay. it out of the way. Right, no, <laughs> it's going anyway, so to happen anyway, so I want to talk about,
2: about it. Right. Yeah,
0: and we haven't covered 1994 yet. It is obviously like a, a controversial year because it's like you have the three big movies up that year: Shawshank, Pulp Fiction, Forrest Gump. So we haven't done our Forrest Gump episode yet. So we'll get into this again at that time. But there are a couple of words here where you scratch it, and I can I can understand them, I mean, especially since Shawshank was up for seven different awards and didn't win one of them it probably had very little chance of actually winning best picture and I, I i understand that i know people love to scream and yell and think that that pulp fiction should have won that year or they think that shawshank should won that year the other two up were quiz show and uh, four weddings and a funeral
3: i think we all agree that those two probably landed where they needed to land yeah
2: yeah and i think they overshot their coverage a little
3: bit well and, and any other year listen any these movies at any other year they'd all probably be a shoe in for best picture right it's just a monster a year for hit. movies yeah, it's, right. a, yeah. it's one of the best years oscar years of all time and yeah. and it's t- sometimes
0: it's it's easy to look back 20 years later and go oh Pulp picture should have won that year. people you forget though that Forrest Gump was in the theaters for over a year it was a, it was
3: a phenomenon it was, a, it, was a, it was a pop culture phenomenon it has a restaurant, and it's a—it's an insanely good movie. Right, it's, right. it's also movie. that Listen, really good movie that everybody a, saw,
2: everybody had access to. It this was going to win. The, the year. soundtrack was unbelievable. I think everyone owned the soundtrack. I mean, you know, talking about Forrest Gump, I've been to the place where that bench is
3: in Savannah four times. And I mean, again,
2: we're gonna—I'm
0: sure we'll get into this again when that Forrest Gump episode comes up.
3: It, it gets a bit of that Titanic stink on it. That mm-hmm. it was so big, yeah. That people were like, oh, forget that movie. We it's talked like, about that with Rayman. Was was yeah, another yeah. one. It
0: was the number one movie of the year. And everyone's like, oh, that's not just that big blockbuster. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. It
3: gets that stink on it. Even though it, when you look, look at it objectively, it's a phenomenal piece of work. A huge scale project. It's, it's a big movie, man. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And it's just done really great.
0: Right. Yeah. So, and I can't scream and yell about Boris about Gump winning Best Picture there. Now, however, the one that it should have won is screenplay. I mean, the adapted screenplay, and Forrest Gump won for that. But to me, I think this is one of the best adaptations of all time. If you take the Stephen King story, which I read and I'm going to bring up a little later, I have a, I have a little passage of it to kind of illustrate my point as to why this screenplay has so much life and so much heart behind it and really turned the source material into something that people will know and, and have a, as a part of their lives
2: for Decades to come.
0: This movie will age forever. That was that award should have gone to Frank right. Darabont
2: for for this hindsight being what it is. Shawshank is just such a good movie to be fully shut out. You know, I, I don't
0: come on Forrest Gump is a... and I think that there, they they definitely changed that. Yeah, they, that, that's pretty too, adjusted. And I get that, but and
2: there's a second Forrest Gump book that gets like way darker and weirder.
0: Yeah, you are given all the awards to that. The screenplay should have gone to Shawshank. Um, it lost score. And it was up against... Score is tricky, too, because, Chris, before we talk about it, you were like...
3: Score is... is, I forgot how legendary it is and how it just... The minute you hear it, it puts you right in... It puts you right in the prison, man. It really does. It really does, yeah. So good.
0: It was up against Forrest Gump, which also has a great score, which didn't win either. The winner was the Lion King that year, Hans Zimmer. We talked about that in the the Rayman episode. It's tough. That's a tough one, man.
3: It's it's really great. what a year for movies
2: I know, yeah. <laughs> I mean
3: listen <laughs> I'm not you know I'm a 40 I'm year old man so I'm not you know gonna sit here and say I'd rather watch Shawshank and listen to the music yeah but my kid loves Lion King and it's tw- what how long 30 years ago yeah. almost yeah you know, it's and, like wow. and still it's, loves it you know Pride
0: Rock and Simba I mean they play that music at, at El- sporting El- events Elton you know, John
3: like, I mean yeah, yeah classic yeah. Elton John it's, yeah, it's so hard it's, to deny it's
0: tough to deny that it's uh, just you know it's Cinematography though, the cinematography in this movie is brilliant. Roger Deakins' work,
3: *Legends of the Fall*. Is that what wins? Yeah. All right, that one's I bullshit. Mean, on. It's a beautiful movie. That's that. <laughs> <laughs> and Brad Pitts never looked sexier in yeah. that this movie. is what I'm gonna yell about. That's I not sex. Come on. It's, I guess it's it, is a yeah, it is actually beautifully shot. Yeah. *Legends of the
2: Fall* is very. It's yeah. yes, but. Shawshank. What Shawshank does with the camera is phenomenal. We'll talk about things. Yeah, let's just fall be Shawshank and Forrest Gump that one. But
3: that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's absurd. I mean, it's not a good movie. I I mean, mean,
2: mean, Shawshank tells its story with cameras, uh, with the camera angles. I mean, not just just how it starts, right? But just you know, we're going to jump ahead, then we'll go back. But just. Brooks and Red leaving the prison. What the camera does there tells stories,
3: yeah. or just the aerial shot in the in the beginning when, when they're entering the oh, prison yeah. and the aerial. The way it comes s- down, just zooming over the entire prison yard. It's phenomenal. It's a beautifully yeah. shot. It's scene. You know, it's it's really well done. And just
2: a, a lot of the aerial shots. I know it's supposed to be because oh, this oh, is that green. First aerial shot. Yeah. that's why I'm. Yeah, in the, yeah like, that's the prison what, yard, right? Right. Yeah, yeah it's it, just it, it's classic. Oh, it
0: just sucks you into what's going Absolutely. on here. You're like it,
3: just, oh, it makes you feel. Like, like like you're watching it like you're you're not in the prison but as it kind of looms over you're like oh they're in this place like they yeah. are not going anywhere it lets it you feel like ants yeah yeah oh. yeah, yeah and
2: it, it lets you see the scope of it while then making it kind of overtake yeah.
3: you all at the same time in
2: a I
3: think there's not a lot of grandiose. Camera shots in the, other than those, you know, that one and maybe a couple others, as opposed to a movie like *Legends of the Fall*, of the Fall where there's, a, you know, there's sprawling. But yeah, I think that yeah. probably didn't get. The Because uh, it's more did, subtle. It was a lot more subtle.
0: Yeah. Right. Set direction is the other one it didn't get nominated for. And it's just... You, they said that the set direction was so so impressive that they felt like they were in a prison at times it, where yeah. they weren't filming Absolutely. in the prison. Right. It's, and and uh, production design it didn't get nominated for, right? Yeah, that's... Yeah, right. Yeah, production. Yeah, but uh, Terrence Marsh was in charge of that. He had one for uh, Dr. Javago's movie we talked about in the right. uh, Sound of Music yep. episode. And a movie that we will be covering at some point. Oliver... So he he has, exactly. had won his Oscars earlier on in his career and all that. But so we already kind of talked about that opening shot there. Uh, I do want to bring up that that trial scene in the beginning, though, and it's kind of like that's one of the scenes that I think when you press play in the movie, you forget that that's in there. I totally forgot about it. Because yeah. It's out of the
2: prison. I you always think about the prison I, stuff. Yeah. I did.
3: I, I didn't remember that there was a trial at all in that movie. Yeah.
2: Oh, so yeah. it's it's car to prison.
3: Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's not. It's probably one of my least favorite scenes in the movie, just because it's bizarre. I mean, I would convict the guy in two seconds. He didn't seem like he had a care in the world. Like, yeah, I mean, and and so that is one of those scenes that's
0: taken pretty, pretty verbatim out of the book. Is that the whole oh, title scene? And yeah, more, okay, for the most part. And uh, the I love the DA though, in that he does a, a nice job of just like chiseling him down. And uh, the D.A. there is, for anyone who's a Walking Dead fan, or was a Walking Dead fan when it was still watchable, uh, he was in the first season, he, he played Dale... The older guy. Oh, and the, God, yeah. you're right. Yeah.
3: So also, also, uh, Walking Dead, uh, Frank Darabont was one of the creators. I mean, yeah, he was one of the yeah. creators
0: yeah. and the writers. And I think he, he made it a season and then got yeah, into right. a big fight. And I think he's still in yeah, yeah. still in uh, trial battles with them over the rights and, and whatnot. So I think he did one season with them. Yeah, Darabont's had an interesting career. Yeah, he's basically called, done five dead. movies. This, Green Mile. The Mist. The Mist and The Majestic with Is, Jim Carrey. Yeah.
3: Is that three st- uh, uh, Stephen, Stephen King Kings. movies?
0: Three out of the four Stephen King mm-hmm. movies, yeah.
3: That's interesting. Is that, is that a choice that Stephen King is involved with, well, or is he just way into Stephen King? So
0: he got, his, he got his start. Stephen King does what he calls dollar babies. So you can take any of his short stories if you're a film student, and you can adapt it, and it'll cost you $1. So you, you mail Stephen oh. King a dollar, you adapt the film, and then you send it to Stephen King, and then Stephen King decides whether he gives you the thumbs up the thumbs down, whether it goes to, to mass production. He, he being Frank Darabont, did this in, in the late 80s and uh, sent out one of Stephen King's stories. And King loved it. They developed a relationship. And then that relationship eventually turned into him adapting Shawshank Redemption. And Shawshank Redemption, uh, and it's Rita Hayworth and Shawshank Redemption is the short story. Yeah. King considered it unadaptable. He didn't think that you could make it into a movie. It was just
3: one of those, ah, you know, you're going to do that one? Sure. Have, to have at it. And He doesn't seem to have a lot of vision with as far as uh, the cinematic way, uh, the ways his book can be adapted at cinematically. He's he's had that reaction with a lot of things, right? Yeah. Uh, wasn't he, Gerald's he can, Game also considered unadaptable?
0: Gerald's Game was considered by the industry as yeah. unadaptable. Yeah. But yeah, so he was along with that too. And uh, yeah, King has an interesting relationship with his... With his he mostly
3: hates it. Like the ad- adaptations. Yeah. I don't
0: think... I wouldn't say he mostly hates it, but... He when seems he's to not, have discontentment
2: with a lot of the it. The
0: Shining is the one that is, is the famous, that he's famous for right. not liking and battling Kubrick over.
3: Yeah.
0: But since then, he's kind of lightened up over the years, and, and I think he kind of more or less... Gives everything the, the seal of approval. I mean,
3: listen, I've seen some really bad Stephen King adaptations. Mostly oh, on TV. Out mostly on TV, but like, there's been some really awful movies. Yeah. And there's some ones I, that are underratedly great. Like, I think Dolores Claiborne's a great movie. Like, With Kathy Bates. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, was, I uh, I that popped seen that up one. on streaming recently. It's I good stuff, of. man. I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's dark and it makes you feel like crap, but it's, it's a good movie. It's a, mm-hmm. Listen, if you feel something. Yeah. Um, what? Stand By Me is his favorite. Uh, I think this
0: one and this Stand one one is By Me. Yeah, this one and Stand By Me are both. and They're both from the same uh, novella. Stand By Me is a
3: Really great, it's really great.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, oh, and they're so the same collection, of novellas. Those, yeah. those two. There's four in the. It's four <laughs> in that collection. Yes, yeah. Stand by me is called the body in that. Right. So uh, Rita Hayworth in the Shawshank Redemption, apt pupil, which was adapted by Brian Singer. Right. In the late '90s, and then the fourth one is the breathing method, which was never adapted.
2: Andy Dufresne's in apt pupil,
0: right? He yes, he has a little uh, a little cameo in that. Which yes, is so that's phenomenal. The, yeah, the second story in the book. So you start off with Shawshank, and then he that's appears awesome. and helps the. Uh, Helps the Nazi out with his identity <laughs> and finances.
2: What do you think... Because they changed, the, you know, they changed the name to the Shawshank Redemption. If they left it... Because they thought about leaving it as Rita Haywood as the Shawshank Redemption, but they took it away off because they didn't want it to be look like a biopic. Yeah, yeah which I, I get.
3: Really, yeah. So, yeah.
2: okay, so you agree with it? Because I do, yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: but I I like
2: the name. I mean, I guess... I love the name.
0: Yeah, it doesn't... It didn't work at the box office, and it took a hit there, of yeah. course. So I guess... I mean, I'm just attached to it because it's what I know it right.
3: is. I think now we're just so used to the name. But, yeah. I mean, if I were to hear that name a movie I've never heard of before, I would be like, that's a terrible name. I mean, it just, it just isn't good. So yeah. Like, yeah. Now that we know the movie, we're like, oh, it makes perfect right. sense. Why would you name it anything else? But
0: So I have a list of some of the, some of the movie titles it was called in other countries. Ooh. Mm. Because it was not called The Shawshank Redemption okay. in other countries. And they're all pretty awful. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the Danish title, and again, these are, these are all after translation, uh, is A World Outside. Mm. Uh, the title from Finland was Rita Hayworth. The key to escape. Wow, they're just really giving away the ending there, huh? I will not actually pronounce the, 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 the translated, so I like can in, in France <laughs> it's uh, Les le the escapees. But we'll we'll avoid that. You know, I've already done enough, of, I've done enough of that already.
3: The escapees, it's
0: called the uh, French Canadian title. Yeah, the escapees in, in France. Uh, the French Canadian title was Into the Shadow of Shawshank.
3: Mm, that's a...
0: That one's okay. That's yeah,
3: not bad.
0: Yeah, the World Outside, though, I mean, it starts to sound like a John Grisham novel. Yeah. The World yeah. Outside yeah. kind of
2: misses the, that doesn't make sense. Because it's, the movie's about, kind of, redemption inside. A couple others, the German, it was The Convicts, the
0: Hungarian title. But they're not uh, convicts yet. They're Prisoners the, of Hope, the Israeli title was Walls of Hope, the Italian title was The Wings of Freedom. I mean, none of yeah, these are very good names
3: great, either,
0: yeah. so it's... At least, like, uh, Shawshank I, is something. It's,
3: yeah. Well, Shawshank has a bite to it that those others don't have. Right. But it is, it could be confusing. Like, what the
2: fuck does that
3: mean? Does that mean? Like, right. and let's face it, a lot of viewers are casual. Like, they're not hardcore. They're not going to look into it. They're just going to be like, oh, that sounds awful.
2: Even though Redemption Stories, but you know, if you don't well, know yeah, what Shawshank is. There's a couple here
0: where it's like the, the, the Mexican title is Escape. Dreams of Escape. And then yeah, the Russian horrible. title is Escape from Shawshank. Like, I don't... Why don't they put Escape in the, in the I
3: mean, title? That ruins We're the like, whole yeah, movie. You're right. Right. We don't, like, why are we like, spoiling what? movies? We, we, we forget, because we've seen it so many times, right. the first time you watch it, you don't know that he escapes. Yeah, no. In fact, you think he kills himself, right. I mean, let's face yeah. it, that's what you yeah. think. Like, I, mean, I know,
0: I can speak for myself, I'm sure maybe there's probably some people who are, I figured it out, and I knew, but like, I watched it,
3: I was like, when he sticks his finger through that, or when the rock goes, goes to the I was oh, oh, like, holy, golly, shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah like, me like, too, yeah. I, I remember, I don't remember much, but I remember having that reaction, be like, yeah. oh shit, he just got, well, he I, got I, out, right? Like, I was like, where the fuck did he go? Yeah. <laughs> they didn't necessarily originally have that in mind, to have that be a big shock, like, that if, if they had revealed that early in the movie, the movie is terrible. 100 oh, like, oh, percent. We talk about a lot
0: on this podcast:
3: rewatchability and twists. And
0: is is the twist is the twist the twist, and then that's it, or is it a twist that you can watch over and over <sighs> yeah. and over again? And this this movie does such a good job of things aren't what they seem. Mm-hmm. It's the whole movie; they're they're playing little tricks with you. They're playing little hand eye tricks with you constantly throughout the movie. Whether it's the foreshadowing. ...of Brooks, and then again later on with... Red. ...with Red, and, yeah. and just... You're, they're constantly showing you something, but meaning something else, mm-hmm. and they're going to reveal something else later... ...to the point where every time you watch it, you can find a little something. Yeah.
2: I've seen this movie countless times. Every single time Tommy gets killed, and Andy ends up in the hole and comes out, and there's that whole scene with Red... ...and Red talks about the longest night of his life... I always feel it every time. Yeah, I know exactly probably. what's yeah. going to happen. I know how it's going to happen. I know every beat to it. And it gets me every single time.
3: The one that I love to watch over and over again is when he pull, you know, puts his hand through the poster and pulls it out. And they, there's a shot from, yep. from the hole. And you see, and you see the warden. And you see Red and the guard all looking into the hole <laughs> and it's yeah. just moving yeah. down. And, and it's just like, and it pulls it, away. I love to watch their faces, yeah. Yeah. like the the, the the faces of just complete disbelief. And you need like, to watch it three
2: times because I love it. each yeah. of and them do a great it, job. And you need to, because even as it holds, because it stays on it as it pulls back and their faces.
3: And the music kicks in, it's like yeah. the Irish kind of jig yeah. music comes on and it's like you're like, Ah, I, I love this. Re- I'd I love to see their face. Like, it's so yeah. cool. Fuck you, he got out. It's like,
0: just brilliant camera work. And it's, yep. uh, and listen, I haven't seen Legends of the Fall, so I don't want to get, like, it's beat actually, this wars, but it's like, okay, you got some grandiose shots and whatever, but like, how about the, the actual skill of camera work and using right. the camera to tell the story? And I think in this movie, it's just, it's just brilliant yeah. the to me. Camera's, the camera's part of the story. Getting back to kind of the, the start of this thing, Andy's first night in the prison. And this movie does such a brilliant job of raising the stakes constantly and just, they, they dig you deeper into a hole and deeper in the hole so that when it's time to climb out of that hole, like you said, Joe, you could just watch it over mm-hmm. and over and over again because it's
2: that glorious. Because it's so layered, you know, as they're coming in and the guy's taking bets and just, you know, how casual it is and such a such a serious thing. And, and you, know.
3: you also, you, you, the way it's, done is you put yourself in his position oh my god i'm an innocent person this could be me oh my god he's being marched in here now they're delousing, he's naked they're delousing mm-hmm. him oh and they're all heckling him like it's like oh my god i would like i pictured myself right. crying like a baby like i, I would be so scared well, you know, i was like, thinking
2: about that too because not you're coming into prison you're literally just being engulfed
3: by the prison you're being engulfed by the other people now you're being completely dehumanized yeah. you're yeah. marched into the prison Completely naked, covered in that right. white yeah. shit, they get you know, right. lousing stuff. Yeah. You're it's just like, not even a person anymore. Right? You're They're, you got the crowds of people, you got the guy with the fishing pole, you know, fish,
0: fish, fish, and the end, and the introduction of the warden, and the warden is just brilliant in this. Bob Gooden, oh, God, he's oh, awesome. Uh, just, uh, just brilliant. But
2: first rule, no
0: blasphemy. <laughs> no, right, right. You get with. I believe in two things,
2: <laughs> discipline in the Bible, and you'll be getting them both here. Yeah, crazy. right. Yeah, oh, but your ass
0: belongs
2: to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, Chris, I did the same thing, thinking about it as an innocent person. Because listen, if you shoot three people in the face and you go in there,
3: you know, that's on you. You kind of you. know
2: that was uh, on the agenda.
3: Right, but the, the, the you know, list. if you're innocent, my God. Like, how, how yeah. helpless must you feel? I didn't do this thing, and I'm here, and there, that's and the other thing that's interesting about the character is that... I don't think many people would be able to hold it together like Andy Dufresne does in, that, in this movie. But I, I yeah. think
2: that's all about him, how cold he is. That's well, why the DA read him. That's right. why he pushed his wife away, right. not because... Um,
0: now, another thing, though, Chris, you mentioned that the first time you see this, you don't know that he escapes. Another thing, I watched this recently with someone who had never seen it before, which is such that's an experience. That's so fun. That's yeah. such yeah. an awesome. experience. I can't you know, that I imagine. That's my favorite thing to do in general. Yeah. Um, so. This movie
3: it's is, really is 100%. Yeah.
0: You also don't know that he's innocent,
3: that's true. You don't right.
0: necessarily know. You can probably surmise it. Doesn't it.
3: really look like he's very innocent at the beginning. Yeah, but no, they he kind has of just was like, just... and a gun and his bullets. Uh, I mean, he's literally
0: like, sitting there with the gun he's in his. There. Gun,
3: right? I mean, come on.
0: At this point, the like, you know, person watching turns and go, like, "Well, wait, did he do it or did he not do it?" And that's where I was just kind of like, "Oh wow, I guess they don't really tell you." I'm not sure or not.
3: that he hasn't done it. He, he <laughs> <laughs> might be that's in San today, home, guilty as shit, like, right? Yeah. Listen, Tommy's
2: old roommate might have just been. Tell might might just been a liar. Yeah, that guy looked
3: pretty fucking. I not
2: <laughs> right, but and I think you know if you think Andy's innocent or guilty, I think it's two separate movies. Yeah.
0: Now, um, we we talk a little bit about themes and stuff with with these when it's when it's appropriate, and it's always appropriate. I yeah. And this this movie and Joey, I'm sure you've outlined some some yeah. themes here. What I'm a big believer with this movie that that it serves as an allegory. Now, what I like about this movie too, though, is that you can just watch this as a narrative and watch it for the movie it is, and then rewatch rewatch it and just love it without really thinking that deeply about it, because it is just kind of a a, a brilliantly crafted, feel-good, wonderful narrative. I look at this one, and the more I see it, the more I, I invest in this, as an allegory of overcoming depression. Depression, not necessarily in the clinical sense of the word, but just the literal sense of whatever is holding you down, whether it's grief, whether it's stress, or just actually just feeling bad about yourself. This is a movie of, being imprisoned by this depression that you didn't choose, but chose you, finding a way to live with it, finding a way to thrive within it, and then ultimately finding a way to overcome it despite obvious signs that you never will. And I think that there are stages of this movie through Andy where we see how it is a blueprint and how it can be done, and Red's ultimate ultimate decision to do it himself. Little points as we talk about, where I'll point out where I, I see it kind of take place. But I really strongly believe that this movie is a blueprint for that. And when I, when I pull out a, one of the bad reviews that I, I mentioned earlier, I'm, gonna, I'm really going to hit it hard
2: with that. But, but. So, I mean, I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. And for me, it's so much about that change is possible. Because I think now, past, forever, what you guys spoke about on the Lost Weekend episode so much is kind of... In the past, I mean, we're, we're at a better phase now culturally but not there yet that kind of you did these things so this is what you are right you Mm -hmm. you committed a crime so now you are a criminal um and i think you know we kind of we'll talk about it later what we think about rehabilitation what it is what is institutionalization but i think so much of this movie is that you know not letting the past define you and being able to you know, you don't have to be that thing. You can move on. You can grow. You can turn into something else. I think so much of that is the coping and so much of the over, you know, overcoming the depression, like you talked about. I, I like what you yeah. said a lot. Yeah. And I think that's so much of it that you can become something else. And
0: Yeah, and I love that take on it, too, is is being institutionalized yeah. and, and being held in that more in a, a social construct, too. It's not just maybe internally, but actually it's, as, you know, can you socially rebuild the thing? You,
3: you guys are right on. Th- this is how I see the movie. You guys are really nailing it. I see it more as, like, like you said, you were talking about the internal stuff. It's also the, ex- the, the situations you find yourself in, how you, how you adapt or how you deal with them, right? Like mm-hmm. it could be a, an abusive relationship or there's just a bad situation that you're in in general. It brings me to my quote, which is really relevant to this conversation. So the quote I, I loved in this movie is, um, it's from Red. He's talking about after Brooks leaves, right? Or he's about to leave. Mm-hmm. These walls are funny. First you hate them. Then you get used to them. Enough time passes, you get so you depend on them. That's institutionalized, yeah. and that can that. Not just talking about prison. That's talking about any situation or any relationship mm-hmm. you're in, where you, human beings have this way of just becoming yep. used to it Even if it's a bad, horrible situation, you get used to it, mm-hmm. and you adapt to it to survive. Right, and, and right, and at some point, it serves you, but it's there's another point where like you have to think about okay this isn't serving me anymore. I got to get out of this. And that's a lot of what this movie is Mm -hmm. like either accepting the situation you're in or doing something to get out of it. Maybe, you know? Yeah.
2: I think you absolutely nailed that because I love that quote because I think that's that quote. Listen, I've spent my career reading about and studying institutionalization and what it looks like, right? Whether it's in rehabs, whether it's in domestic violence situations, whether it's literally in prison, all these different things. And, you know, how does it and how do you overcome it? And I think that quote is such a succinct way of saying, what well, we could sit here and read about textbooks worth of things because, you know, you have to adapt. Because we know, you know, people in abusive relationships, you know, you're always in the, the fight of the fight, fight or flight. Your brain
3: literally changes to protect you. Yeah. Yeah. Also, just just in, in, within yourself, be, be being depressed or anxious mm-hmm. or miserable. You have, uh, human beings have a way of just getting used to it. Yeah. And, and, and that's when people really struggle. It, it, they, yeah. they get so used to it. It becomes a comfort, becomes a blanket almost like a warm blanket. Oh, the, uh, depression is a good example of that. Sometimes it's just, it feels comforting to right. be depressed. And like, that's, you can either live with that or you can fight your way out of it. And that's what this movie's about in a lot of ways. It, it, yeah. Just... And if
0: you look at Andy in this movie, he's betrayed by his wife. Okay, his wife cheats on him and, yeah. and he's betrayed by his wife. So his, his marriage is betrayed. He's betrayed, betrayed, by, the just, he's yeah. betrayed by the justice system. He's, he's put in jail for a crime he didn't commit. Circumstantial, whatever it is. He's physically abused and raped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's taken advantage of in a working environment with with mm-hmm. the the warden making him do it. He is really... He's stuck in a form of depression in every avenue of life. And I believe there's, there's one... Uh, there's one point where when they're going into th- his abuse with the sisters and all mm-hmm. that, or red says, I do believe those first two years were, yep. were the worst for him. Yep. And he may not have survived or what happened next. And then right. going to the, um, but there is a quote by Andy here that addresses his quote unquote, bad luck. Uh, when he talks about his, this when him and, and red are sitting against the, the wall and, and it's kind of his last conversation in the prison with red. And you know, he talks about how beautiful his wife is. And I loved her. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I didn't, I, uh, I, I killed her. And, Red's, you know, Red says, well, you didn't pull the trigger. You know, it doesn't make you a murderer. And he says, bad luck, I guess. It floats around. It's got to land on somebody. And it was my turn. That's all. I was in the path of the tornado.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I just didn't expect the storm would last as long as it has. Yeah. Wow. And just I love that. So, I always so so pick that one, actually. Yeah, so too. powerful. Yeah. What it kind of becomes is, is, do you just sit in that storm? Or do you do things... To to climb out of it and find your way through
2: it. You know, it's so much of are you going to be a perpetual victim? Like he has literally been victimized, but he is never the victim, right? He is always kind of accountable for the role he plays in these things. He, you know, he did not shoot his wife and he did not shoot the guy that she was cheating on, but because he was cold, he pushed her away. Everything that happened in the prison, yeah, so the warden took advantage of him, but. Well, he got him back. But, you know, he was always able to kind of take accountability and that's what kept him moving so that he didn't become what fat ass was on night one. Just a blubbering yeah. mess. Eesh. He was able to move next step and become something else. And, you know, people like Tommy then become his motivation.
0: Yeah. So I, I while we're on this topic, I just I think we might as well just do this now because uh, and I, I did want to look up a bad review for this movie because I do. I hear criticisms of the movie. I mean, one of the common ones is there's no women in it. The or spr- there's just a, three couple, women a couple speaking it. lines. One of them's a Karen. At the They're head. in that's prison. A, that's a silly
3: argument. Right. Right. But, but It's a male but, prison in the
0: 1950s. Right. But for some people, that's, you know. But some I, people I, just want to complain. So I was digging around. It, it's 91% on Rotten Tomatoes Critic. So I think it's 98 audience. Um, so this is one that I pulled up. And I just want everything that we just discussed, keep in mind when I read this. And then I'm going to respond directly to this immediately <laughs> after here. Okay. This is from Leonard Schwartz from the Palo Alto Weekly. The Shawshank Redemption continually abandons plausibility in order to celebrate the triumph of hope over despair, of decency over cruelty, and of justice over injustice. Okay, so my response to this is, so you're basically, your point is, is that it's implausible, and this movie abandons any plausibility, that hope cannot conquer despair that decency cannot conquer cruelty and that justice cannot conquer injustice. And I say to you, that's the entire fucking point of the movie. (laughs) Is is that, yes, normally hope does not reign. Normally justice does not reign. And in, if you were in Andy's situation, 99 out of 0.9 you times, you would die in yeah, jail. Yeah. Yeah. But the point is, is there is that 0.01% right. of the fight that you find within yourself to find a way keep going. to
3: claw through a wall yeah. and climb to freedom. That's, or, that's or just, the point. Or just keep going. Let's say he doesn't get out. It keeps him alive. It and, got him a library. Going. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: And and life is, yeah life is not about just... Conquering injustice. We had no hope. Right.
3: There'd be no reason for us right. to exist. Right. You know, yeah, it's like, that's exactly. Right. Yeah, I mean, the guy clearly missed the entire point. Just, you know, well, I hope he's I hope, my LVP so far. <laughs> I hope he conquers the,
0: uh, yeah, the uh, the lack of hope in his life. But we we talked about poor fat ass here, and let's put him oh, to rest. Fat in this ass. boy, talk about raising the stakes in that in that in this movie though. You 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 learn Byron Hadley. Uh, you mm-hmm. learn what he's capable of. You learn the costs of not playing by the rules here, and this point is like, no, you you could die here any day. Right. And Andy doesn't make a sound that first night. Doesn't make a sound. Never anymore. made a peep. Shame your horse coming in last and all. Cost Andy, him a lot.
2: Of, cost him a lot of cigarettes
0: that night. Andy gradually gets to know the guys. He gradually gets to know Boggs, or I guess Boggs gradually gets I to know, know Andy. him. Uh, let's talk about old Boggs here. It, so much goes on in this movie that. The movie moves on from him that you almost forget him, but he is the driving force in the beginning of this as as uh, I mean, that the first shower obstacle. scene, anybody approached you yet? Portrayed by Mark Rolson, uh, who's, who's in a number of things. He's in Aliens. Uh, I know he's He does in, a lot of voice acting, the Departed. too, I think. Uh, Rolson appeared in The Departed. We talked a little bit about him back then. Those first two years were, were, were real hard on him, and he almost didn't overcome yeah. it. Yeah. I mean,
3: ass rape will do that to you. <laughs> I mean, like, like that, does that need to be said? Like, we realize that. it's yeah. probably the hardest was yeah. when he's getting, you know. I mean,
2: what, talk about an undersell. Well, I think those first two years were the it's hardest. Like, yeah, yeah no,
3: no shit. Like, <laughs> um,
2: but <laughs> see, now the, the turning point for Andy
0: is the roof scene. Yeah. And we, uh, we referenced Lord. it a couple times when we talk about our beers. But this roof scene is where the magic of this movie starts to really take place. Yeah. We're now we're now learning that this maybe this isn't just gonna be this depressing, miserable movie that we've been introduced to for the first <laughs> the first half hour. Most of my nitpicks in this movie revolve in this scene. As much as I love it, I do love this scene very much. This it's scene awesome. sets up the rest of the movie. This scene gets Bob's out
2: of Andy's life.
0: Yeah, yeah. It it does Among other things, yeah. Now this is where he starts to learn to live within it and to play in between the lines and play right. between the rules. Now if I befriend Hadley I'll eventually get to the ward, and now I can kind of create an easier life for myself within here. Now, my nitpicks on this scene, like, does he have to be so ambiguous with Hadley? No, And (laughs) get get this close to getting tossed off the roof? Right. Let's
3: face it. That, in real life, that dude's going right off the fucking roof. I he's going flying. It. It's, it's over. Like, how about like politely yeah, being say, like, um, yeah, if I want to keep that money, I know a way. Like, right. that's Not, what you do
2: say. you trust your wife yeah, you, you, from you, the you, guy who murdered his wife? Do you trust <laughs> your whole bag wife? Or what? Like, <laughs> yeah.
3: Do you think she'll go behind your back and swindle? He's like, he's like, what are you doing? I'm screaming at the TV the entire time. Yeah, like, yeah, I know. The double the, down really makes it so much and, worse. And, and, he, and he finishes a sentence. Almost as if he's yeah. right before he's going right off the edge of the roof. Love the like. shot of the guys on the ground. Yeah, like oh ah, shit, <laughs> he's yeah. going, yeah, yeah. over. Yeah, Great does stuff. doesn't uh, Haywood say like, oh, he's going off the roof? Yeah, oh, he's <laughs> going. Yep. yeah, that's it.
2: <laughs> well, nice knowing Andy. Love Haywood in this movie too. He's the he's the comic relief. Yeah, and the comic relief can always go wrong. Yeah, and it, he just he he's works. he's the perfect yeah. amount, and he's able to be serious at times. So there's balance. It's not just this nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah
3: he's really he's really. Uh, on the periphery but uh, he's in the mix and he's it's hilarious Like yeah it's, and,
0: and part of it is how they introduce him they introduce him as really as like a piece of shit like, yeah. he's like
3: gloating over winning the
0: bet and you it know freaks uh, wh- out about the name what was his name it, 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 he's dead doesn't matter what his name is. He's dead. You get kind of like, oh, this guy's not a guy you right. like. But then the jokes later on warm you up a little bit to him. And that is kind of a weird thing about this movie. is like you're just rooting for all these convicted murderers the whole Well,
3: whole they're movie. not like, all <laughs> convicted murderers. I mean, um, well, they're not all there for long stretches. Some of them, Red was and and well, the cr- was. Their crew is. I mean, yeah, that crew is. And I guess they're is, there for 20 some odd years. So yeah. I guess, yeah, my, maybe most of them are. Like, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy's yeah.
2: on the three year stretch, but he's done nine, right? We know that... Red committed murder. Right. He's the only guilty man in Shawshank. And and
0: Brooks committed, committed murder. murder. It's in the script. It's, a, it's, yeah. it's in the book. book. I yeah. know this yeah. know. We
3: know Richie Apri- Aprile definitely ran over Beansy, so that's why he's in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get yes, to that. yes. But, yeah, so you are kind of rooting for all these
0: murderers. But you know what, though? I
2: think, that's, I think that kind of, again, goes back to the point about kind of growth and change and not being defined by circumstance that, yes, you did a, a bad thing. But that doesn't mean you can't change and grow yeah. and become something worth rooting for to some extent. Yeah, or at least within this... this within this, that world, confinement that you're, is your new life. I might have a different perspective of this, but yeah. 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 You know, I've met a lot of people who have, you know, who w- did their time and then went on to do good things.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's therein uh, lies a real touchy debate with, with everything, but this movie does... Yeah. Um, you're rooting for guys in uniforms. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Not the uniforms you usually root for. No, and then then now that leads to my nep- next next nitpick in the scene here. I realize he quit drinking, buddy, and you know, and that you don't drink anymore, and this and that. But like, it's kind of a monumental moment. Can
3: you have a beer? Can you have one beer? Like, I kind of tw- like, I kind of like that. I like guys. that he doesn't drink. That he was so selfless. Yeah, in a knows. way, I I know. Like, I think you're right that he was trying to gain favor with the guys, trying to maybe gain favor with the guards, but. They show the the way it's shot and the way he's it's acted. He's shown at, he's loving the just watching the guys enjoy themselves. Yeah. you know he really you can see he's really taking pleasure in it, and yeah. I I really like that. I like that he didn't have it wasn't for him. Right, it was for them. Let them enjoy it. Like I kind of thought that was cool.
2: Yeah, I like that because then I think that makes sense into then him getting all the guys the GDS and the few, like. He's doing things for other people, and that's helping him kind of get his redemption. Yeah, and, and, and they kind of say that. Much.
3: that that's maybe something he would have done in his other life. Mm-hmm. And this made him feel normal. Right. right? Yeah. By yeah. giving some beers for the guys, you know? It like, adds
0: to the mystery of him not taking the not taking the beer, too. Yeah. I, beer. And I
3: think it probably... The guys are probably like, Oh, shit. Like, this guy just did this just for us.
2: Right. Because it's the first time he's not... Doesn't seem emotionless, too.
3: Yeah. He it, has a smile on yep. his face.
2: He seems content. Yeah. Where the rest of yeah. the time, he's just this kind of cold... Yeah, yeah, exactly. That just,
0: again, is the first... Sign that this movie is about to show you something great is that scene is just it's tough to not smile watching it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah, absolutely.
2: And honestly, the lighting is just perfect, yeah. sunny day, it's like yeah, RNG,
3: just like strong yeah. sunny yeah. yeah. These guys, yeah. like, they must seem like, like you said, they feel like free men. It could be any bit, on you know. any
2: of their roofs,
0: yeah. yeah. And it's just again, no surprise that Roger Deacons went on to do all right. the brilliant cinematography that he would do in his, in, yeah. in, in his career. So you start to get to this point now where Andy is. He's being intertwined in the system. The, he meets the warden. The warden comes to pay him a little visit in the, in the, the cell. cell. Yeah. And one of the things that the book does, the book is, it's about 100 pages. It's a short story. A, you know, oh, it's a is novella. that short? Okay. Yeah, it's a novella. So in I mean, the whole collection of novellas, different seasons, King says in the in the afterword, essentially they were all too long to be short stories and too short to be novels. So they were stuck in this weird, <laughs> this weird uh, limbo that's called the novella. And um, one of the things that they're very descriptive about in all the work that he did for the warden and for the guards is that he was able to pick his own cell. His work in the library gave him access to the blueprints of the prison.
1: Oh.
0: And he never had to have a cellmate. So he was, he was allowed to live by himself. Okay. He didn't have to have his room tossed. He picked the cell, so he, he strategically picked a cell where the wall, there was no the cell next to it. Yes, local. they don't go into that in the movie. I, not it's not needed. It's not needed. No. Not needed. But, and, you know, I'm sure that there have been people nitpicking and say, well, how did he know that the Well, wall? Oh, he just happened to get the cell with the wall that could go into the pipe and do the. And he also, um, being having access to that information, he knew that there were parts of the prison that had yet to be renovated. And the, like, the pipes were still clay and could, could be broken. Could be like, broke that he it. had access okay. to the information that oh, the, fair the, enough. the, the, the oh, escape that's, was plus. That's, cool. that's yeah.
3: always a nitpick, too, is how did he break the pipe in like three hits right. and like all that stuff. Which I always never I never really worry about. I, old pipes, I right. guess. I, I just, that like, never caught can't. me. I, and,
0: yeah. and, and there's one real key factor to all of that, which can be can really eliminate any nitpick to this whole movie. Is that this whole story is being told from Red's memory, right? And a lot of it are stories that were told to him, yeah, he and things didn't see that it he firsthand. didn't see firsthand. Yeah. So he's he's explaining to you how it happens or how right. he thinks it happens. So anything that you really see is just from that, as Joey, as you like to say, the unreliable narrator. That's right. right. Um, exactly. And if you get in the idea that this whole thing is an allegory to begin with. You don't, it doesn't, it's doesn't not important. matter. It's, not, it's important. just not important. And whether, that, yeah. That's the
2: most important thing. Reliable or unreliable, that's not important to the right. bigger story. Yes. Um, and I think that's what people forget. Because in the book, it, this is supposed to be like Red's memoir of prison that he leaves after he gets paroled, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is really cool and I think it's different because it's, it's more of a story. So Joe, that, that leads into uh,
0: an important factor of this movie too and it's, it's another thing we've kind of discussed a lot in the first 20 episodes of Best Picture cast. And that's the voiceover in this movie. And voiceover has been a hot topic for us. We've talked about Goodfellas at nauseam with it. Have we? Yeah. <laughs> Chris, I think you brought this up in the Gangs of Goodfellas uh, defense episode of the Broadway melody. Uh, Frank Darabont used Goodfellas as he a He watched it every single movie. weekend yeah, right. while filming yeah. this. Yeah.
3: He did. However, Artie has gotten to me a little bit uh, on the on the... uh, I'm sorry, on the Goodfellas tip. This movie isn't describing what's happening in the scene in the moment. Right, but. Whereas in Goodfellas, that's kind of what is happening.
2: Yeah. I'm not, I am on, I do agree with Artie a lot of what his.
3: Yeah, he actually made a valid point yeah. which i hate saying on video <laughs> on tape he was he's kind of is right about that
2: shawshank is such a bigger picture it explanation it is interesting
3: though
0: that that inspired this and and the 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 layout and the format of this and and now this and chris you for sure like he's not literally saying what's going on at all times there are times where he you know, they're kind of showing what he's talking about. He's more telling his overarching view of things, and you're getting little snippets and pieces of what's going on while he's talking. Right,
3: right. And, and and in this movie, you you need you need that. I think you need some some internal because these guys aren't just expressing everything in their head to each other. That that right. does, doesn't make yeah. any sense. That's and it wouldn't happened. work in prison. Work, it's not yeah, a vulnerable you can't do
0: place. That. And it goes back to that point in saying that this movie is Red's perspective of right. what went on. The whole thing is a little bit of memory. Goodfellas it kind of is that, too. I mean, he's telling the story of
2: his past. Yeah, he um, is doing the same thing. Yeah. W- but in a very focused manner, where I think here it's more, one, it's men in a prison. You can't be vulnerable if you'd like to survive and not right. be taken advantage of. You're not of. telling
3: each other your deepest, darkest secrets. Or, right. You know, right. And he is telling the story in, in it's a past right. story, yeah. right? Uh, also, what the Artie, which I know he hates in in Goodfellas, is like where he's like, "Oh, this is this guy." Uh, he said uh, Tony two times. Yeah, yeah, right. Give me the papers. Give me the papers. It's like it's like that's really it is almost like he's explaining it as it's it. happening. You know, right. like we don't yeah.
2: get this is Haywood. This is this guy. This is this guy. We yeah. meet the characters and let them go. They
0: did the voiceover first in this. They recorded all the voiceover. At the beginning and then played it which is awesome while they were acting out the scenes, so the actors knew what was gonna be going on. So they kinda did the carriage before the horse a little bit there mm-hmm. with that, and which is
3: you don't you don't cast Morgan Freeman in a movie and not use him as for voiceover. But the interesting he's the god the, the here though. That started here. I know. Yeah. Figured it out. Fucking brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I, Listen, he's like the right Dream
2: Warriors. You know how to pick talent. <laughs> oh God! He's <laughs> Reeman has gone back and
0: said, "Yeah, he's like this." Birthed the whole second portion of my career that I didn't know I had. Oh,
3: yeah, you know, and then he ends up doing it in seven and a million other movies. Yeah, Million like, Dollar Baby. Million I mean, just baby, the the
2: I mean, Planet Earth series that they do. Yeah. All these different things. Like he literally narrates Visa like,
3: Mastercard commercials. Everything. Know? He's he he's a golden voice. I mean, just, yeah, just oh, it's beautiful. Brilliant baritone yeah. voice. And know? just
2: perfect delivery, perfect cadence, perfect yeah. tempo. Mm. You know, he's not rushing anything. He's letting the words hang. Also, great year for voiceover because Forrest Gump also
0: uses it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's, uses it well. We talk and about uses once it well. And, yep. and he's, you know, sitting on the park bench and telling it yep. and telling the stories. It's so uh, cool. Great. And it's, boy, the two of them going up against each other for best actor is interesting because in many ways, Freeman is playing two roles within this. He's yeah. doing that voiceover mm-hmm. work, and then he's the actor on the screen, and he's doing both so brilliantly. Yeah. But then again, you know, Hank's is gump. It's very tough to...
3: Morgan Freeman is, ends up being an elder statesman very early on in his acting career. I mean, that that was... Uh, driving Miss Daisy is kind of the beginning, yeah, yeah, right? That's not far off. That's five years later. Yeah, Glory and,
0: is, uh, what, probably
3: 87? 87, 87 right? Yeah. But I'm saying he he ends up being our our elder even in 7 he's the elder statesman he's yeah. a, he's a, right. he's the wise old man like mm-hmm. he but that's he's not that old i, I the guys look the same forever yeah, like yeah. first of all I,
2: I saw some funny thing it was so, it was like um Actor, it was some one of those stupid clickbait things, but it was uh, like a fake one. It was actors with their former selves, so it's like De Niro with De Niro yeah. 50 years ago. And then it's just two pictures of the same Morgan Freeman. Yeah, yeah <laughs> right, yeah. Which, it, that's so true.
3: And I don't know if you guys noticed, even in the movie, they do age him a little bit in the movie, because like, oh, yeah. a lot of years go by. But it's not really that dramatic, almost you don't even notice. They just it. kind of
2: gray his
0: hair a little yeah, bit. The, the, the aging factor in this movie isn't great. It's
3: not that great. is It's a little it's bit okay. of a hit against it. Um, Nineteen years is a long time, dude. You're gonna age quite a bit. Yeah, Clint but you Brown know what though? You
2: know there there is you know something to be said that prison can be you know. Clinton Brown doesn't age at all. Okay, I'm yeah, not you know, talking I, about I, the guards. Yeah. but there is you know that prison oh, can the Warden be. A, doesn't Warden doesn't age at doesn't all. Prison you know, prison can be a time capsule for people because and you're not dealing ages. with you know the daily stress of life. Yeah, you know it's, you don't have to worry about bills. You don't have to worry about. You just have to worry about you know. It really doesn't matter. You you barely notice it
3: unless we're we're nitpicking. Right. Like listen and again.
0: And if it exists within the story that's being told, are you a as someone's telling you a story? Right. Like, are you aging them in your mind, or are they just your image of them is what they are? Exactly. You know, right. so yeah, you could get away with it. That, that I way think
2: too. That they age Andy pretty well. I think better than anybody else in comparison. But you know, one of the other nitpicks of the movie is it's in Maine. Nobody has an accent. But like, who gives?
0: I a like shit? that. Right. I was thinking too. about yeah, that too. What, I man. like that. The, I don't. How need...
2: many movies are ruined by
3: guys right. trying exactly to put an bring it up again? Dolores Claiborne is really guilty of it. They have a oh, thick, really? yeah. They have a thick Maine accent because it takes place, you know, in the same areas great. as all his books are. Right. Oh, it, I don't. It's actually they're well done, and, but and, and still. guys, like we I live, don't want a
0: fucked up accent. We live in the Northeast too, and we can attest to, and you know, we're not necessarily talking about Maine, but not everybody speaks with an accent right. around here. There Absolutely. are some people who. Are like heavy duty, like the accents you'd see in gangster movies, and then there's others
3: that you wouldn't even know well, that they're from this area. Listen, just Long Island accents. I mean, they can be they can go from non-existent to severe, right, you yeah. know, in in one little area. And Chris, you have spent plenty of time up by Boston way. Not everybody yeah, speaks no, with a no, heavy Boston no, definitely accent. Definitely not. No, some people do. You can grow up in a in an area that has a thick accent and not have one. Like, Hundred yeah. percent. That's, that's yeah. a thing. So yeah, I'm I'm all for. I like that. it. I, let's be, let,
2: I want everybody to be able to speak and be clear. I don't need There's some fu- put-upon
3: wor- accent. There's nothing worse in a movie than somebody doing a bad... 100%. A, right. a bad regional and, accent is the worst. And
2: do you want
0: this to be a main no. movie? Do you want this to be a North? No, you don't really know where... You, I mean, you don't you,
3: care where it is. Yeah, it doesn't you want to... it
0: to exist uni- universally. It's anywhere. Yes.
3: yes. yes. And that's the, the
0: important thing. It's Because the struggles that these guys are going through, whether they're the literal struggles within the prison or the grander scheme struggles... Yeah. There are struggles that everybody could be
2: confronted with. There's also, you
3: notice, they don't... There's no seasons... Even though a lot of years go by, they don't focus on it's winter, it's summer, it's winter. They don't do that. It's, they wear it's, jackets sometimes, but, but it's not. Yeah, yeah, no. And, yeah, they're right. They have jean jackets sometimes. But that's it. It's like
2: sometimes. It. Yeah. But I,
3: I think it helps with the timelessness of the movie. It's not some accent. It's I, not some. I think it helps to show. It helps to show like just the endless nature of it. Like yeah, they, it really. There's no winter or summer. Right. No years. It's just time. It just is going by.
2: They're passing time with things um, with with the posters. With, yeah, yeah that's a great times. way to do it. Yeah.
0: The posters are yeah. how they do it, yep. which, right. is which is awesome. so cool. Yeah. And there's times where they bring up years, and you just almost don't care. Yeah. You know, it's just like, oh, the summer is '67. It's like you, you lose track right. of time, just like they would, just exactly. like uh, uh, Brooks does. Yeah. Brooks Hadland does, yeah. where he goes out and he goes, "I think I saw a car once when I was younger." Right? No, yeah. they're everywhere. You know, because yeah. he
3: completely lost concept right. of the outside world? Also,
0: little uh, little voiceover from Brooks too. I love <laughs> his letter scene there. That's great. And uh, right before we talk about that, because I have a little, uh, a little thing planned for that, you, brought, you mentioned the poster, and he, he first asked for the first poster in the little movie theater scene. Yeah. And I have to bring this up just because it ties into what we're doing. That's Rita Hayworth? Um, yeah, yeah, that's Rita Hayworth. And uh, the prisoners are watching the Rita Hayworth movie, Gilda, is right. the name of the
3: movie.
0: But in the book, they're watching a different movie that... They couldn't get the rights to. They're watching the Lost Weekend. No, kidding. really? Yes. They're, oh they're wow! Watching That's watching lost Weekend. Oh when shit! He asked for the poster. Really? Yeah. But the Lost Weekend is from a different uh, production company. Wow. Um, but, who was
3: but, so? Who was the? What would have been the scene that where the woman is? It, it was no. He still asked for a Rita Hayworth poster, but they just happened to be the watching the Lost Weekend. weekend. Oh, the Lost
0: Weekend. Wow. And then when they're searching through the movies that they can use based on the rights, right? Uh, Darabont noticed that there was Bill, a Rita Hayworth okay. movie on the list and it was perfect then we'll do this whole scene with her flipping the Look hair back, and, which, yeah. which
2: is such a great scene when all the guys go nuts and then Andy's like 10 times I've seen it this month like that's yeah, fantastic yeah, just a great, like a really cool scene. scene so
0: yeah let's let's talk about Brooks Hatland now boy this is again when now we start to feel so good about ourselves in this movie <laughs> this is where it's gonna pull you right back down and then remind you of the stakes here
1: mm-hmm.
0: Andy goes to work with him at the library and in many ways I think Brooks represents what Andy would be if he never escaped. 100%. Um, yeah, he, probably, yeah. he, he,
2: and I think Andy's aware of that. Yeah,
0: gets sucked into the hole of what's going on. I love the touch with the bird.
3: Well, it's the just, first time we see him is yeah. at the, at the, the, the cafeteria. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. he takes the grub and just Ugh. the look on Andy's and again, face
0: when he thinks... Another little moment of them playing tricks yep. with you. Things aren't what they seem. Are you going to eat that? It's like, good. The, this maggot? No, I wasn't planning, planning on, on, it. on it. Yeah, and he goes, ah, I'll take it. And it's like, okay. Also and showing was like, you
3: what the hell is this? The the, the environment in which they're, they're stuck in, bugs in the food. Yeah, like, yeah. This is not a good place to be. <laughs> no. you know, <laughs> no. But yet, but yet, this guy Brooks finding sees, humanity sees in something it. in there. Oh, hey, that's a good one. You know, he yeah. grabs the the grub and yeah. gives us the little the little crow was it a crow yeah it's a crow it's a crow yeah. uh, wow this guy's finding there's always light in, in it. it and yeah. there's
2: always life in it and that's good old Jake
0: great great little uh, great little device in this you get to learn about brooks and you just see this nice old man handing out books yep and then been
2: there for 50 years
0: yeah and then all of a sudden he's got a knife up to- <laughs> he's got a knife to Hewitt's throat. uh, Such a chaotic scene. It's like, well, wait, what happened
3: here? What what is going on? The characters are confused. You're confused. You're like, what is is happening? I really like that they didn't
2: show us the parole board approving it, that they just started Uh, it. Absolutely. No need. need.
3: No need. That really shows you a lot about uh, the editing. Listen, this is not a short movie. Right. And those are things that may have been in there at some point, and they just... Decided to cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there is... I'll get to... There's a couple things I, I would have cut out personally. But uh, that's one that, that might have been in there and they just cut it out which is great. Because it's, it's not fully needed.
0: unnecessary. Yeah. In the Brooks scene we do get the, the big moment of line for Richie Aprile to deliver his... Uh, the one real line that he has in it. <laughs> Where he's leaning back on the on the bench and Haywood's... Ex- uh, uh, Haywood is explaining what went on and he just goes... I heard he had your shit in your pants. <laughs> uh, uh, for uh, any
3: Sopranos fans out there, Richie, you'll know who Richie Aprile is. Richie Aprile. I don't yes. even know the actor's name, but uh, he's a, he's great.
0: David Proval is the actor. Is David the Proval yeah, is
3: yeah. Richie Aprile. plays Richie yeah. Aprile. He's, uh, he's in Mean Streets,
0: too. And he's a, yeah, in Mean yeah. Streets, yep, absolutely. He's yeah. pretty tight-kissed. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, well, yeah, he's, I, he's you know kind what.
3: of a, he, he's kind of, it's a weird, he's a weirdly short yeah. guy. yeah. But like he always plays a heavy, he always plays a weird, yeah. scary guy.
2: Somewhere. He's like, yeah, but he's perfect. He's like nineteen forties strong. His
3: face is terrifying. I mean, if you watch The Sopranos, he he scares the shit out of me. And so.
0: he's definitely in this movie the most with speaking the least. Like yeah. he's in, he's in like everything, but one, yeah, yeah. Did, oh, yeah. Got a couple lines. Yeah, there, maybe. There. Yeah. yeah, that's his one main one. I think he got a couple times he just like asks questions. Of, yeah, him. or just you see him talking in the background. Yeah, yeah. We want to talk a little bit about uh, Brooks's exodus from the.
2: Yeah. So I have his letter, dear fellas. I can't believe how fast things move on the outside. I saw an automobile once when I was a kid, but now they're everywhere. The world went and got itself in a big damn hurry. The parole board got me in this halfway house called the Brewer and a job bagging groceries at the foodway. It's hard work, and I try to keep up, but my hands hurt most of the time. I don't think the store manager likes me very much. Sometimes after work, I go to the park and feed the birds. I keep thinking Jake might just show up and say hello, but he never does. I hope wherever he is, he's doing okay and making new friends. I have trouble sleeping at night. I have bad dreams like I'm falling. I wake up scared. Sometimes it takes me a while to remember where I am. Maybe I should get me a gun and rob the foodway so they'd send me home. I could shoot the manager while I was at it, sort of like a bonus. I guess I'm too old for that sort of nonsense anymore. I don't like it here. I'm tired of being afraid all the time. I've decided not to stay. I doubt they'll kick up any fuss. Not for an old crook like me. P.S. Tell Heywood I'm sorry I put a knife to his throat. No hard feelings. Okay, so that is an
0: obviously a very emotionally powerful yeah. scene. It's phenomenal. The, the yeah. Matching the video work with it. Anyone who's seen this movie a lot is familiar with that. and yeah, It gives us good context right. for what I'm going to do next here. And this is going to be some more evidence as to why I think it was such a crime, that screenplay, that this screenplay was not rewarded here. Because now I'm going to read that same passage, but how it exists within the book. Oh! And you can see how much emotion and how much context they use to turn this into that. Okay, so here's how it exists in the book. This is just a paragraph out of the book. You know, they've mentioned the character a couple times, but this is him leaving. In 1952, Brooksy, who had killed his wife, And his daughter, after a losing streak at poker, back when Coolidge was president, was paroled. As usual, the state, in all its wisdom, had let him go long after any chance he might have had to become a useful part of society was gone. He was 68, arthritic, and when he tottered out of the main gate in his Polish suit and his French shoes, his parole papers in one hand, and a Greyhound bus ticket in the other. He was crying when he left. Shawshank was his world. What lay beyond its walls was as terrible to Brooks as the Western Seas had been to superstitious 15th century sailors. In prison, Brooksy had been a person of some importance. He was a librarian, an educated man. If he went to the Kittery Library and asked for a job, they wouldn't even give him a library card. I heard he died in a home for indignant old folks up in the Freeport Way in 1953, and he lasted about six months longer than I thought he would. Yeah, I guess the state it got its own back on Brooksy, all right. They trained him to like it inside the shit house, and then they threw him out. So, if you if you see the two, like okay, the book, and again, very well written by Stephen King is my favorite writer. I'm not trying to knock him, but it's very matter of fact in what he's telling you. It's like okay, here's a guy who was institutional guy, he was here his whole life.
3: So it did something awful. Did like, something I You awful. don't even know that in the, right. Right the
0: movie.
2: But that really explains institutionalization very well. But there's no emotional attachment to it. Darabont took that and turned it into what we saw Joey
0: just read, and and mixed yeah. it with the, you know, the whole thing about the cars. You know, I saw a car once when I was younger. You know, I, I hope Jake comes up to see. The, the, he adds yeah. so yeah. much heart and so much emotionality to what's going on that you can't help but get the feels watching that. Yeah. Then, you know, we adds the suicide, so there's a little bit of melodrama in there, in there, but a, and a lot of the darker scenes in the movie are not in the book. Like, for instance, Tommy
2: doesn't get shot in the book. Right, he He's just gets transferred, transferred yeah, right? Right. Um,
0: you don't have the uh, the, the hanging. You
1: know I the
2: think hanging. the suicide's so important. Um, suicide's something we talk about recently here in the Birdman episode, but it um, yeah. nails home an important part about socialization and just, like, what you know... Because, so when Brooks leaves, the camera's focused on Shawshank and the gates behind him, right? Like, he's still being engulfed by Shawshank. So him, the gang going, you know, he doesn't know how to function. He's not going to go kill this guy, even though he might want to. Yeah. And it's just, he's it, going to kill himself.
3: It's very much like taking one of us and sending us to another country where we don't know anyone. We have we have nothing. It's foreign. It's completely mm-hmm. yeah, and utterly foreign, this world we're, we're right. thrown into. How would you react? I mean... You, you're not with anybody you care about there you you don't know how to live in this environment there's hard not a lot of ways out you know right. at that point and then
0: doing it in the golden years of your life too, right that's the other know, thing right pushing 70
2: and he talks and, and he says you know i i don't like being scared all the time and shawshank he was the librarian he was yeah that might importance right and now this person who's now coming out in 1950 whatever with the very serious felony on his record like what is his life look like now they took everything he might have had and
0: and left him with nothing and then it was just easier to let him go and then yeah
2: uh, and he says I I don't think they'll kick up any fuss about me like they're not gonna they're not gonna investigate they're not gonna it's gonna be a potter's grave and carry on
0: this is kind of the point of the movie where I would say if there was an intermission, this is kind of where it would be. Red, Red kind of gives his his epilogue a little bit, you know, and, and we, says... We spoke about that earlier, which is yeah, the perfect definition with
2: Chris's quote. And it happens quick. You know, these guys are there for such an extreme time. You know, people could be institutionalized way quicker. That It doesn't take 19, 20, 25 years. It could take sure. once. It sure. could take anything. Yeah. And I no. think life is hard, especially yeah. if you don't have... If you don't have coping skills to manage with day-to-day life and now you go to a place where they tell you when to sleep they tell you when to eat they tell you when to shit it's way easier to some extent when you
3: learn how to survive yeah that, i mean that again that goes to uh, one of the big themes in the movie it's just like at human beings and their ability to adapt mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know it doesn't take long like you know that's the reason our our species has have survived all the, uh, all this time is our ability to adapt to situations that we shouldn't really be able to, and this is a prime example of that.
0: The beginning of the second half of the movie, in my eyes, would start with all all the library books being sent and the check being sent, and-
2: My favorite scene of the
0: movie. Byron Hadley's like, what is all this, what's this mess here? You know, he's doing, he's delivering his lines. He's great throughout the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, Clancy Brown is just fantastic. He's like a likable, despicable heel. He's not likable at
3: all, but you, you kind of I like, know what you mean though. You, yeah. you yeah. kind
0: There's... of want him on screen. You know, every time you see him, like, oh, what's he going to do now? What's he going to do? What's and, he's right. got a sharp delivery. And I
3: kept thinking too, is like, dude, this dude's running a prison. What do you think he's going to be like? I yeah, mean, like yeah. he's going to... I mean, listen... The Doesn't guy need does to beat hor- people to death. Yeah, no, of course not. <laughs> the
2: murders are a little <laughs> much. That's a
3: little much. That's a little much, yes. But, but his general persona... feel like we're persona, very loose about rape and his murder. His general persona is probably pretty close to somebody yeah, what sure. I would be doing in that time period in that facility oh yeah what's like, this happy horse shit i love the other
0: guy there that's that's with him he's like good for you Andy. Yeah. and then he just goes <laughs> take his shit, shit while yeah. andy's there i'm gonna go pinch a loaf i'll be <laughs> back here when I... which is like a weird way to put it like i don't know
3: man it's like come
0: he's, on bro. he said it like that's how everyone says it but like who really maybe says maybe that?
3: then they did i don't yeah, know, I know. In, in prison i guess there's well, no who you were trying to impress in in, in uh right.
0: And he's, he's and thumbing through the Jughead magazine with his, you know, with his pants down by his ankles. And this is the major turning point for Andy here, where he, he gets the, um...
2: When he plays the music. He plays, uh, La Notte de Figaro by Mozart. That's my Figaro, favorite scene in yeah. the entire movie. I know movie. you'd be right on that, Joey. I'm choice.
3: curious you, uh, what you guys think about his motivation for doing this at this particular moment. Yes. So, yeah, so I, I have a lot to say. Joel, you go first.
2: So I, I think, you know, he talks about a lot how about music and you can't they can't take that away from you and everything. But I think it's just he sees it and I think he realizes that, you know, it's, 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 it's a way to remind the guys who where Shawshank has become, especially after what happened with, you know, what happens with Brooks is so much that his world is these walls. You know, let the rest of the, you let these guys who might have no interest in Mozart, no interest in any of this, but let them remind them that there is something beyond those walls. Every person in there, the way they react and kind of slowly look up, and I yeah. just think it's perfect. <laughs> my favorite scene of the movie is, you know, the first time we see Andy drinking till... And it ends when, you know, they meet in zewet right? That's my mm. favorite yeah. scene in <laughs> 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 the movie. Um. But this is, when I have to pick a moment, this is my favorite yeah. one because I think it's like, you guys, we've, we've talked about it, rooting for guys who have done bad things, but now it's bringing that these guys who have done bad things also have a humanity to them... and that shouldn't get lost.
0: Yeah, and, and this was kind of always a scene growing up... In, in my first viewings of this when I was younger... which always confused me a little bit. Like, I never quite fully grasped the depth to it. And in my recent watches of this... particularly last night when I watched it again... I really kind of view this as the one of the most important moments in the entire movie... And we talked a little bit about Andy kind of owning his depression within the situation he's in, learning how to game the system, learning how to live comfortably within what the system is, doing the taxes for the guards, getting favors from the warden, really living a comfortable prison life within his depression. This is the moment where he sees life beyond the prison, and he realizes that this cannot be I cannot be content with my life here. Life exists beyond here. Uh And you see everyone freeze in the prison yard and look up. It's brilliant. And the whole whole thing slows down. And he turns it up when the warden tells him to turn it down. And, you know, you're sitting there watching, saying, well, he's got things so good. Why is he pissing off the warden and Hadley now? Like, why is he going to the hole for for what? And something clicks inside him. It goes, no, you know what? Now I have purpose beyond what I'm doing here. And I can get out of here. Uh And I may or may not, but I want to. And um, so I have the, a quote from, from Red here. I have no idea to this day what those two Italian ladies were singing about. <laughs> Truth is, I don't want to know. Some things are best left unsaid. I'd like to think they were think- singing about something so beautiful it can't be expressed in words and makes your heart ache because of it. I tell you those voices soared higher and farther than anybody in a gray place dares to dream. It was like some beautiful bird flapped into our drab little cage and... And made those walls dissolve away. And for the briefest of moments, every last man in Shawshank felt free. And to me, that's the moment where Annie understands his freedom. And he, had, he has tough times ahead of him and tough right. times to get through. But this is where he sees the light at the end of the
3: tunnel. Kieran, I think you're, you nailed it for sure. Uh, the only other thing I was thinking when I was watching this is you know, he, he so for years, he's sending these letters to the state you know we want funding for this library we want this we want that sending them saying them. he finally gets a response gets kind of what he's looking for the look on his face is is wow i just i again i feel like a free man like a, mm-hmm. a, 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 my old self i made something happen i have this thing that affected I, that, change he feels great and then he sees the records and realizes that he wants, I think, I think he wants everybody in the prison or his friends or whoever it is to experience the joy that he's feeling in that moment. Yeah. yeah that's fantastic. I, I made this happen in this place where you can't make anything happen. Right? Yeah. And, and, and what were they told? But it goes back to the beer. Yeah. yeah right. Exactly. Yeah, well, it's a yep. similar, it's a similar, uh, uh Doing I think, for others. Yeah. He, he, uh, I he, think that's perfect. He's feeling something that he wants to, to make the other people awesome. feel.
0: Yeah, and, and what was he told before he started mailing those letters? You can mail, I'll even mail them for you, but yeah, the only thing happen. they'll ever give you money for is more walls, more <laughs> bars, more guards. But then what does he say um,
2: after he gets it? He goes, and there, because they pretty much say, like, all right, stop writing. We're giving you this to shut you up. Yeah. And he says, oh, I guess I have to write, two, write letters two letters a week now. Yeah,
0: and what brilliant foreshadowing yeah. of him chiseling through the yep. wall.
2: Those letters he's sending just, are just like the strokes against the wall. And just how persistent of a person he is. He doesn't give up. He's not mm-hmm. encumbered by walls. And,
3: uh, he's yeah. very much like like water dripping down a rock wall. Like he just slowly, in everything he does, he slowly wears it away. Like he erodes mm-hmm. every, right. every boundary he has, he kind of slowly erodes it. Yeah. He's very meticulous. Like very. everything he does, he is, is calculated. Now, now, even if it has calculated risk, like like playing the record, he knows he's going to get the shit beaten out of him. Not they, important to him. Yeah. It's not important. He knows the risk, and he does it yeah. anyway. Another crucial
0: scene, immediately after, is them at the cafeteria talking about. It. He comes back from oh, a, week yeah. like, a week in the hole, like a week in a hole. huh? Oh, what was that like? You know, he says, "Well, I had, you know, I had the music down." Can't take
2: they can't take the music away from love
0: you. Love that whole quote easiest about time I ever. Did this. it's easiest. Yeah. yeah, I had I had it. I had it right here. You can't they can't take that away from you. And that's again symbolism of the hope. You can't right. take can't take hope away. I can always have hope. It may be, it maybe fruitless, but yeah. it's there. Uh, and and just any lover of music, just that's a cool. Whether it's using it as a symbolism for hope or just using it very literally, I love when Haywood then kind of goes in and goes, God, you didn't have any Hank Williams in there? You know, because, that, and that's just the beauty of music, is, yeah. is that, like, you know, it would be like someone sitting there, ah, you couldn't play us some, you know, some Manson? You know, <laughs> or, you or you couldn't play us, you know, you couldn't right. play us some Led Zombie. Zeppelin? Or, <laughs> you couldn't play us some country? You couldn't play us some some punk? You couldn't put whatever it is, Is music has different ways of finding people, and... And, uh, and, and then it's a nice then, later
3: on they, yeah, they, I was go. just going to say I love the Hank later Williams on when he's listening to Hank Williams yeah. like, he, he just, got it for him just oh, like <laughs> <little
2: William. laughs> a pig and
3: shit that's another great uh, uh, Haywood moment yeah like, awesome yeah, awesome, yeah. awesome. And then
2: next is the Red, the second well, parole board, right? Yeah, well, but right before that, which is, this is very
0: key, because if you notice, every time they have one of those parole board scenes, there's a, a key scene before. Uh, red kind of scolds him a little bit, and, you know, kind of says, you know, you're talking like that, you know, hope that's... It's a not, dangerous thing. It's a right. dangerous so, thing. It, yeah. It's
2: so much of the difference of the institutionalized versus the hope in the rehabilitation, right? Because yeah. Andy's all about, you know, rehabbing, kind of moving forward, and where. Red is content in this world, just like Brooks was before him. Yeah. While Red sees Red, smart enough to see the bigger picture, he's the man who knows how to get things. He he's able to like Chris keeps talking about adapt, you know, adaptation. He's able to adapt in this environment to make it work for him. And I
3: think he realized he thinks that if you have hope, it's harder for you to adapt right. and survive. Yeah. 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 And he
0: and he scolds him with his wisdom a little bit, and that's kind of one of the uh, most upset you see you see Red throughout the movie. He's yeah. he's really perturbed. And then we go right to his parole hearing. Right. So the first the first parole he- hearing is immediately after Andy's sentence. Yes. So the, the gavel bashes down, boom. Right That's the parole, parole Oh, yes, sir. Of course, sir.
3: Oh, yep. Oh, I'm totally mm-hmm. it. Yep, 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 yep.
0: He's very just totally compliant. Yeah, a little,
3: a little upbeat and, yeah. and, and kind of whatever. The second time... Distant. T- t- yeah. Yes. Completely um, distant. And it's oh, all about the oh, hope. Oh, yeah. and, and his uh-huh. hope is
2: gone. There is no hope. He right. knows... He's going in knowing that the parole board is not sending him home. It's just... Going through the motions.
3: Going through the motions, Mm -hmm. exactly. He's just, yeah, this is what it is, and I'm going to get the same response. doesn't matter. Just give it to me.
2: You know,
0: we'll address the third one when that comes to...
2: This is when Andy tells Red about his His embezzlement scheme, and, you know, I I had to come to prison to become a crook. Yeah. Yeah. And my... You know, and... and (laughs) The
0: the weird laugh that he does. But when Red's
2: like, they're going to catch you, he's like, they could chase... He's like, they'll be chasing ghosts. Yeah, and I love good, that part. Yeah.
0: He's an apparition. Shows you we'll how smart see... he is, how, how, how he's got everything planned out. And then how well, much he get... understands the system. We're going to get the old siren and see Tommy now, too. Yeah. Tom, Tommy. Tommy gets uh, Gil Bellows in the mix. Now,
3: I have a question based on that library scene. Is it why anyone would ever wear sideburns like that? <laughs> Tommy sideburns? Yeah. No, it's before Tommy. Pretty Tommy. So they're, they're, <laughs> they're having the conversation about the... the, the uh, Randall Stevens. The embezzlement mm-hmm. or whatever they're doing. Do you think at that point Andy has is planning what he ends up doing at the end, or do yes. you, you think that was his plan the whole time? Because I don't know that that's true.
0: A guy like Andy is always is always planning, leaving himself an hour. I think he's I think he's always because you got to figure he's digging away the wall by now. Right. Do you th- oh, he is. Well,
3: yeah. We know that. So is he, is he planning on screwing over the warden like he does? I don't I think, think that's think what the setup's for. I do- no, I don't but, think. Think about what he says to Red. He says. It's not going to lead back to me. It's certainly not going to lead back to the warden.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that a lot of that malicious stuff, certainly sending the stuff out to the press, a lot that of that's happens, done when. He decides that later, right? When, when yeah, okay. when the warden denies his freedom. Okay, that's when, what I yeah.
3: think too. Well, also, he puts him in the hole for two months. Kills right. off Tommy. You know, Kills like, off it, Tommy. yeah, he There's really There's a lot of things out yeah. at- there. Okay. Some- I don't think that his intention that. was necessarily to to do what he does eventually. Just take the Warren money and run? At that thing? time. Okay. I think he would probably try to take some a few bucks and escape, yes. But I don't well, think... He's going
0: to take the $3 million.
3: Oh, I think he's taking the money. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I, he gives oh, a shit about that. 300000 does... that ends up being like, like, like $2.9
0: million. Now. he doesn't look at it like that's the warden's money that he earned. It's right. all no, it's, it's, skim, money. it's all skimmed. Yeah, so yeah. he's not going to feel bad about taking that money at all. whether or not. No, I agree with
3: you. I just wanted your perspective on yeah. if you thought he was planning what he ends up doing the whole time. I no, I think a lot
0: of the maliciousness of, of what he does there is in response to how horrible the warden yeah. treated okay. him. Um, Ken
2: shouldn't be obtuse to the guy skimming the books for you. Yeah, so
0: obtuse, so obtuse.
2: Um, <laughs> against I love just
0: using that word as if everybody uses it. It's like a pinch of thing, you know, like, it would be so obtuse. I, I, when I first saw that, I, like, I rewound a couple, like, and we're talking about, like, VHS rewind, like wait, what
3: was that? Word? I don't you even said, understand why. I still don't understand why he got so upset by it. Like, <laughs> like What is so upsetting about yeah, being called a it's Like, I'm not know you up here. Right. I wonder if it's that he just doesn't understand what he just called him. Like,
0: like yeah, well, he really flips when he says, oh, "I would never." I yeah, would
3: never say sure. that's when he that's when, when he goes put a, stick get, yeah. him in the hole. Like we shouldn't even be talking about this. Right, at that all. doesn't exist. You right. I don't even know why you're saying these right. words. Don't yeah, put right.
2: that out there. Don't put that in the universe.
0: Tommy is another example of them yet again, just when you're starting to feel comfortable and happy in this place, we're gonna raise the stakes again. And we're gonna bring in a young guy, a young charming guy everyone's gonna like. And, you know, he's just like, what he is like like a year sentence in there? Or is it... It's nothing uh, like,
3: yeah, something like that. It's, it's not, not anything. Three yeah. years, I think. Okay, no, no, he years. does three yeah. years in the, yeah.
2: Oh, he just did three years. Yeah, now he's, yeah he's
0: got a little bit This is like a year. Yeah. yeah, it's not a lot. A little skid bit. Yeah, you have... Uh, Andy takes him
2: under the wing. And, and I, that whole... And stays consistent know. with him, even though when Tommy throws it in, he still, yeah. he still sends out the... Uh, now... Okay. Very... You know, I, I'm
0: not big on nitpicking this, Huey, but... You sit and take a 3 hour test. Anyone who's taken a test, whether you did well or not, you you spent the 3 hours, you study for it. Are you throwing the no, test in the trash? Like, yeah. come on. Like
3: I've actually taken a test with Kieran and I've seen how he reacts. <laughs> I
0: don't
3: like tests. He did not he 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 did not react well to it. I either. might have
0: thrown that one in. There. You yeah, almost like, did. I think I think I stu- I think I stu- I, stu- I stu- cats crawling up the
3: walls 5 times 5 <laughs> 25. There's your score. <laughs> I've seen Kieran. At- Kieran could have played this character really well. That might, be, that might be my recast. I'll be honest with you, Tommy. For Kieran, oh, uh, solitary guys. Um,
0: what? What? Your first hour in a month in in the hole. What are you doing?
3: What do you? What do you get? Oh, I I'm mean, taking I, my
2: face to the wall. So well, I'm just. If I'm you done. have
3: kids, solitary confinement seems like a joy for the first. <laughs> <laughs> At least like eight hours, but after that, yeah, you got a problem. A month, like, a month. Oh, it's uh, crazy. I mean, your geez. your 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 eggs, are, your your brains are scrambled eggs after a month. I I mean, I'm it's, sorry. Yeah, no, it's I just, just don't it's think you
2: survive it. Uh, like, solitary uh, housing. Well, New York, they
3: call it shoe. Solitary housing. It's just
2: yeah, brutal. I mean, it's just a psychological month. torture.
3: I mean, is it? You might know this better than uh, me, Joey. Like, is it legal?
2: It is legal for 18 up. For limited amounts of time, Wait, what's the, you can't guess, but keep someone in there for a month. I know people who've been in there for nine months. Oh my god!
3: What? God, yeah, you would go so, nuts. Yeah, yeah I mean, do, like, but
2: it's a little bit different. You're not in like a cage with the lights off. You're just you. It's twenty three hours a day locked in.
3: Right, you have a bed and stuff. Like, it's you, like, have like a bed, you have a bed,
2: you have a toilet. Um, yeah, I mean, you got Andy sitting in a corner. Like it's always depicted. I mean,
3: it's always depicted in movies as like yeah, no. you're sleeping on the concrete floor it's still, with rats. You know? It's still like, complete
2: yeah. torture. But like, so like in New York, you, you'll hear guys tell stories. They get real good at throwing their porn, where they could fold it up and throw it, throw it at th- under their door, through another door. What? Yeah, it's <laughs> it's unbelievable. Where these guys could do, Um, but uh, you know, I think it's more unbelievable
3: that they can get their hands on paper porn in 2020.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's 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 illegal. Uh, Obama made it illegal for under 18. I don't know if you guys have heard the Khalif Browder story. The kid who was kept in Rikers for three years. He was 16, 18 months of those he was in solitary. Found innocent, never had a trial or anything. That was all pre-trial. His family couldn't afford bail. Came out, ended up killing himself a few months later. So Obama made it illegal for eighteen under. It should be illegal for all. I mean,
3: it doesn't seem humane to me, does it? I mean, yeah. I mean,
0: I'm just. I mean, just. I'm just thinking, what the hell I would do for a month of just sitting there? Like, I guess a couple hours. Like, I would maybe like. I'm just like gonna just sing every Metallica track in my head from from Hit the Lights straight through to Spit Out the Bone, like every album, <laughs> like boom, yeah. boom, boom. You know, I, I yeah, that's, that's...
3: I'd like to say doing. I'd sit
2: there and do push-ups and sit-ups, but I'd probably just lay in the bed I mean, and just even, lose my fucking mind. Even
3: Hannibal Lecter had... Sketches and drawings you could do well, something you for know a little bit yeah yeah and then after 100%. a month the warden pops in cuts his promo on you don't. am I still
2: being obtuse another yeah. month bitch <laughs> we'll, we'll
0: dance around it like
2: wild engines uh, that's great I Just mean
0: that's classic. a great monologue yeah, classic yeah. that's a wonderful monologue we'll pull it apart book by book brick by brick They'll
3: see it from miles They'll see the fire from miles yeah,
0: have it's... ourselves a bonfire uh, so great. good so good uh, really yeah, great monologue mode.
3: but I mean let's face it after a month. Andy friend would have chewed his fingers off. You know, like, it just wouldn't be... He would not be stable. And then, I love... Time reacts differently in that setting. I love how he gets some...
0: He gets terrible news about Tommy.
2: (sighs) He gets the whole promo where,
0: like, you know, you're going to continue to do everything. You know, forget it. Like, you're you're under my thumb now. I'm going to destroy your library, and I'm going to cast you down with the Sodomites. And then he's like... I'll give you another month to think about it, and then he gives his face like, "Oh, come on, man! Like, <laughs> <laughs> like
1: so
0: you, got, you just shit on me, and now you got another month. Oh, jeez!" So he closes the door. Yeah. So we, let's talk about that. The Tommy death scene.
3: Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a, kind of an important part of the the story. Is is you know Tommy hearing Andy's story and realizing, "Oh, I know this story. Yeah. I know the I my my Excel mate Elmo Blatch. Yeah. yeah literally." told me the story that he actually killed his wife and... and Got away with it? And got away with it because he was framed.
0: Just seeing the warden, you know, goading Tommy outside and you know, the old cigarette and putting it out. And just, again, gut-wrenching stuff. Oh, and it's, it's Brutal. And I, I think that, you know, when you think about this movie, you think, in memory, you think about all the high, amazing moments, but, like, they do just raise the stakes and dig that hole for you, you know, whether it's, starts off with just beating the shit out of fat ass, beating him to death, then you get the whole Brooks oh. situation, now you have Tommy, and it's just like, God, this is just
2: like, mean, keep, Tommy's just this a is clear a like, light at the hoop. end of the tunnel. They,
3: they set you up and they knock you down a oh, yeah. lot, I mean, which puts you in Andy's shoes, basically, mm-hmm. right? In his life, he set, they set him up and they knock him down repeatedly. And that's what they do to you as a viewer. Every time you and get a little bit of hope, really they just well take done. your legs yeah. out from
0: under you. And that's what they're, you know, what they're trying to get mm-hmm. through in the, in the grander scheme of the struggles of life that you're mm-hmm. going through with this. is right. that, you know, One good day doesn't mean you're out of the jungle. And yeah. you know, just as, things, as good as things feel, because you're living a cushy life working in the library now, it's, you're still in prison. Right. You're still in this right. cloud of what's going on.
3: They do a great job of making you feel like he would feel and that's mm. when i first saw that movie that's what i i was like oh my god imagine being convicted of something you didn't do yeah imagine being put in prison oh my god imagine and then you just keep going the whole movie you're like oh my god imagine if this happened to you imagine if this happened to you like yeah
0: and now you're approaching two decades of really where you've just kind of grown into it at this point right. point. and now there's an actual beacon of light here yeah and you could get out and, there's a you name. know uh You know, I just don't see it that way, you know? Or am I being obtuse?
3: The forces that are keeping you there are are not obeying any of the rules that that you think apply to humanity. So, you're screwed. You're trapped. You're, yeah, you're trapped. trapped.
2: Yeah. Tommy, he, when he gets the GED, and it's such a good scene for this, you know, kind of, he's so young, but still career criminal. You know, he has the kid at home, he has the wife, and it's just like, alright, this guy's life might change, right? Mm-hmm. And then...
3: Anybody think that this storyline could have been cut shorter? It's a long movie. I could have, I would have cut this out. Not the whole thing, because you need, you need it, at least him to know the story, and but the whole GED thing doesn't really, isn't really needed. Um, I just think it's about I, Andy
2: affecting change in people. I think because uh, they
1: they
0: com- and they compare him to the library. The library was Andy's baby, and now he has something new, yeah, his new project. Of. And I think they really wanted to attach the closeness of him to Andy beyond just his way out, where it's not Andy just only cares about this because he's gonna he's his way out. He goes, no, he actually does genuinely care about the kid too. Um, the, the GED stuff, you know, could have uh, got yeah, ten minutes out of it. You, you could have. I mean, they actually did. Cut out. There was more to it. Because there they're was a scene where the wife, wife came in, yeah, in right? And then the wife, the wife convinces him to go to. He was going to give up on the GED, and he goes, "All right, maybe I'll still continue
3: with it." So there they did they yeah. did cut and out a the book. basically cuts the, a deal with the warden not to transfer. Yeah, transferred.
0: he's transferred. Yeah, okay. he gets a cushier spot. And it I'm, cuts I, listen, I'm
3: nitpicking. I don't have a problem with it. It's just it's a long movie, and yeah. it could have been cut a little shorter if you get rid of some yeah. of that stuff. But
0: I, I'll tell you what, though, for two two hours and twenty minutes, doesn't feel
3: wise. It's two hours and twenty minutes. Doesn't feel that long.
0: No, yeah. it's long, but it a lot out.
2: happens, and it's yeah. I,
0: I think it's, it's as fast as a two-hour and 20 minutes. It minute doesn't drag. Yeah, it
3: does. It doesn't. It just yeah. it's because uh, every, every moment's captivating. There's not really a lull. Like that's that's re- that's really what the one of the great things about this movie is. It's, yeah. It's it, edit, uh, talk about editing. It was it talk was nominated about. for editing. It was. Yeah. 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 Well, well deserved. I mean, it's a long movie that doesn't yeah. feel long. It,
0: interesting. We've talked we talked a little bit about editing last episode of the Birdman episode. Mm-hmm. And the editing uh, award at the Oscars, but it, it, it's essentially like if you're nominate, if you win Best Picture, you you get nominated for editing too. It's very rare that you yeah. miss out on the the editing. editing nominees this year. Are really fascinating. So you have the three big, the three big boys, right? Shawshank, Forrest Gump, Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Fiction. Yeah. The other two were not Best Picture nominees. One is a documentary, which is very oh. rare that a documentary gets nominated. Hoop Dreams.
3: Oh that's a great documentary. Oh, yeah. That is great. Classic so, documentary. It's very fantastic. rare that a documentary gets nominated for yeah. movie. I didn't know that or was nominated. That that started the modern documentary, the base of that movie, yeah.
2: It's a fantastic and, movie. I had no idea it was nominated.
3: And the fifth one,
0: Speed.
1: <laughs>
2: well deserved. <laughs>
0: Well deserved. I can't speak to that. So you get the sure. three big nominees, Speed and Hoop Dreams. Very That's interesting. really wow. fun. He got nominated for editing? Yeah, and I think it won uh, Sound. Speed is an Academy Award winning movie, believe it or not. I mean, Andy gets out of the hole and... He sits down with Red at the side of the building. And
2: this is... I think this is some of the best acting I've ever seen. I mean, Andy literally changed that glossed overview when he's sitting there. It's brilliant. And this is the point of the movie where if you happen to be walking by a television
0: or flicking through, mm-hmm. you could be ten minutes late to yeah. wherever you have to go. You're you are now
3: watching to the
2: yeah. end. Did you there you guys, is no shutting this movie off. On, movie off. it off. From this moment on,
3: the movie is absolutely mesmerizing.
2: Did you, did yeah. you guys, do you guys know that Shawshank is an urban dictionary term? No. Yeah, it's it getting sucked into a movie on TV at any point. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. got sure that's, that's amazing. That is yeah. awesome. Yeah, but that is the point that if yes.
0: you happen yes. to walk by, and it happened to me yeah. uh, a, a few months ago, my roommate was sitting sitting watching it, and I see the two of them leaning on the bench, and I go, all right, I forgot what I was doing, but I know what I'm doing now. I'm yeah. sitting now watching to the end yeah. of this here, and it is just, and that is as feverish of a 35 minutes that any movie yeah. ever yeah. is like, from... from that point to the end
3: you know they have a the whole the whole scene about hope right the whole yep. conversation mm-hmm. about hope and and that's that's when tim robbins is talking about the pacific and how it has no memory mm-hmm. and uh, that's where i would go you know he's talking about this this amazing place he, he if he was to leave here this is where he'd go and morgan freeman says this is not good stop it because yeah it's a which i, I want to know what you guys think he says it's a shitty pipe dream foreshadowing and i well is i do you is that on purpose? Yeah, I think so. Okay, because I never, honestly, I never thought about it before I just rewatched it. I'm like, oh, he says shitty pipe dream. shitty pipe dream. Literally, man. he leaves it, out of a shitty yeah. pipe. <laughs> there is <laughs> nothing,
0: there is nothing in this script that isn't okay. intentional, I think. I think that the whole, there are so many cues of foreshadowing. I mean, we talked about uh, uh, one thing that I didn't, that I noticed this time around, again, you can find little things is the bags under his eyes throughout yes. the whole yes. movie. Like yes. just I never of thought I noticed it oh, too this he time. He doesn't too. sleep because right. every night he's, clawing away right. at that
3: damn Here, wall
2: i noticed it me this too. time and yeah. i never
3: noticed it before I'm me like, too oh, yeah, it's like, they oh, make that under right. his eyes he's right up
2: all and night and it could be you know because the warden and he's been in prison and stress and aging no but no. no it's because yeah. he just is he's up. Up. He's literally not yeah, sleeping
0: yeah, because in right. prison you can't sleep in right like, you know like no you have to answer the bell you have to get up and do your thing but he also needs to claw away at night right. so he's managing that time
3: i know that the family guy has made fun of this exact thing but i'm gonna ask a question okay what are the odds that any of the three of us would remember the town <laughs> in Mexico that he goes to? I in?
0: thought to myself, like, how many of my friends could I say that to
3: and, and then they would remember? Nobody. You I would, would know RDB is not going to I would you know out. Yes. I'm out. I would know that you know my memory. I'm out.
2: I would be in z with today. Yeah, you. Joey might would remember. Oh, Joey is not Grant forgetting. would remember. I think Grant would remember. I yeah. think Grant would remember. I, I'd, I'd remember it. I could tell
3: you things we talked about that have been edited yeah. for five yeah, pods My ago. brother,
0: Brendan B., is going to be touch or go. It depends on when you tell him in the context.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's Me and depend. Artie, you know for a fact you're never seeing us again. You know, this is never <laughs> no, Artie's
0: going to ask at the end of the conversation, Wait, uh, what was what, which ocean was that Vermont. again? Yeah. <laughs> I, I,
3: I, of course, I'd be like, we had that conversation? I don't remember that.
0: Like, <laughs> like, like the Pacific Ocean, RDB has no memory. <laughs> Nor does Chris. Nor does Chris. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, no, I, I'd need a little something more in that postcard. Like, give me a little hint. Or yeah, something I need like some it. help here, yeah. please. It starts with a Z, ends with a Tanehu. Not to mention, like, zewa Tanehu, like, you say it, like, It's not spelled that way at all. There's like X's and Z's and shit in there. Like like, it's like oh yeah. We only only
3: remember it now because of the movie. We've seen it a million times. But trust me, nobody's remembering that shit. Like Family Guy nails it. We're leading
0: into the empty cell. (sighs) Love it. You get the the Irish red faced cop (laughs) Uh stomped down the road. You better be sick of that in there. Your ass is mine. And just yeah, and then they're just all mind fucked. This is an empty cell. He he checked in. He, he disappeared. Yeah, he's just uh, up and vanished.
2: Like, and I love that they pull in the Red in. I love that they pull Red in. Like, all right, get his boy over here. Yep. Let's he's figure. Thick, out. What...
0: Thick as thieves, the two of you.
3: Yeah, I love the scene with the wardens. Like, get the fella he's always with. Him. Him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Him.
0: So good. Just like that. Again, now we're into this. To this point, where like you are not walking away from this movie, like this right. is just everything. The the he's chucking the rocks around. <laughs> <laughs> bing,
3: bing, 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 bing. Oh, Yeah, he's even mad at Hadley. he's yeah. mad, yeah, he's mad at everyone. At right? he's, he's just, just mad.
0: Said, yeah, where is this guy? I don't want to find yesterday. I don't want to find today. I want him found now. Chris from Family Guy did a nice oh so, my yeah, god, yeah. another great
3: <laughs> Family Guy thing. Not two weeks from Thursday. <laughs> not you're a that for It's yeah. Classic. Yeah. Uh, they really the Family Guy does a great job of hitting all the all the yeah, funny but... parts of this of this thing. To me, if we're gonna do a scene of the movie, this is this is the scene of the movie where where the warden, especially when the warden comes in. It's like where would he go? He couldn't have just vanished like a right. fart in the wind. Yeah. He, he just where is he? Come on, he's right. throwing the, the chess pieces around, and
0: there is no more memorable scene.
3: No, I mean this no. is a, any That's time
0: it. I think about my first time, I wow, I just That's remember what the you scene, think. just yeah. the poster in the hole and the rock yeah. clinking down the
2: the tunnel. Just okay. when the whole just the hole, and then just they, everything just freezes before they go at it. It's just yeah. it's paced so smartly, nothing is rushed, and it's just. Yeah, oh, they that, they, they that. show the
3: poster of David Cassidy, yep. and then, oh, I mean, it's not <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean not that's Family, family guy, guy. guy, sorry. Yeah, uh, that, <gasps> yeah Raquel. Raquel, the, yeah, 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 Raquel. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, in the book, the last poster is Linda Rodstead. Yeah, really? Yeah, well, was, that's way later. Was Linda Rodstead, yeah, I think it ends in the 80s? 70s, the early 70s, maybe. Linda Rodstead? Yeah, I think so. Oh, is that 70s? Yeah. Oh, well, wow. in the book, he was um, in 25, Was Linda Rodstan like a, like a sex symbol? No. I mean, oh, that's, that's
3: interesting. I, I mean, I don't me. know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I but, wouldn't yeah, think so, the I last guess. one in the book. And, and you that know, Raquel Welch poster is like, like famous I, even before the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like a famous photograph, you know? Yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, the other big thing in the book, too, is that we didn't mention is, is that there's several wardens. It's not just right. one warden. It's like... He, he deals with six different wardens throughout the book. Oh, it's all right. merged it's into one. Yeah. There's a lot
3: of ten years going on, right? Yeah, right. yeah. So, that, so, so 19 that's nineteen years. A lot that's
0: this added board. the whole warden shooting himself. Added like so. It's like a lot. Yeah, of, yeah it's but yeah. all, all makes all the all movie. The great, all that. that's one great, of the reasons right. why it's such a great adaptation. Is because he yeah. he picked the right moments right. to dress it up in, yeah. in the right way.
3: So yeah, the the poster comes off the wall you see the hole the, you see the, my favorite one of my favorite shots is like I said the, the from the fantastic.
0: tunnel you get the music that we led m- into the intro
3: with that's you right. get the siren oh it's so good so, yeah, and then just yeah, the just, chaos now yeah oh yeah now we're going you and, see the dogs yep. sco- uh, uh, going through the river you have shit it's yep. gross <laughs> right. um, those dogs probably smell very bad uh, <laughs> but yeah you, you know, and you're just like wow like okay he's gone now yeah and now Red's gonna Red's
0: gonna tell you how we did it, you know, and we're gonna go through the process. And again, it's just just so much fun. You could watch it a million times over. It just never yeah. gets old.
3: And again, you don't care about the logistics necessarily. Like you, I, I look at it as you assume he took these twenty years or nineteen years or whatever. To build, dig the hole planned. But also go in And see where the pipe right. I know you explained in the book There's a different explanation right. But I always looked at it In the movie As he went in there Saw the where the pipes go right. Figured it Time out Time to plan yeah. And, and just he planned
0: the, it He planned right. it Yeah and just because They don't literally tell you in the movie that he had the blueprints like they do in the book, doesn't mean he didn't. Right. Like, he could
3: have just or, had that off screen. And train. it doesn't even matter. Again, he's a smart, you, meticulous you man. He went in there, he saw what was going on and he realized that this probably leads outside and that's what he did. Like Just figured out which way matter. the pipe
2: needs to go, which way to out. Like You all know me things. and
3: these some of these I really nitpick the shit out of this logistical yeah. stuff but this in this one it doesn't feel weird. It and I've heard them sense. all, the, I've heard
0: them all a million times, you know, the, how did he know that it would be a rainy, thundery night, you know, or that he could, yeah, okay, well, let's say it was a, it was a clear night, like, Him smashing the pipe, what is, like, the warden going to wake
3: up and go, what was that? Right. You know, like, it's
2: not necessarily... It's just really... It It might just take a little longer.
3: It It might take a little longer. He might hit one, wait, like, 20 minutes, hit another one. It's
2: really more for dramatics instead of him just timing it out. It's just a clank on an old pipe in an old building. Those
3: are silly, cynical things to be complaining about. The one that that I've heard that I look
0: at and go, okay, I don't necessarily have an answer for this... Is how would he put the poster back on the wall? If put a little it's, sticky uh, tape on the it's back. Sticking, right.
3: It's sticking. sticking on the. Uh, it's like hanging on the wall. He goes underneath. Right. And into the right. hole and it flops and it's back set, down. Okay.
2: He's been. It's been there for ten, five, yeah. ten years. It's. It's you're, flat. That's
3: your world. You're assuming it's. It's tacked on all four sides. Well, based on how right. the
0: rock went through it, you know the rock went through real clean, it didn't like full, true. like it went like as if uh, four corners were there. I think um, the only thing I really. But yeah, maybe if it, you know, maybe if he did have stickiness. Maybe the maybe the last
2: time he went through he put extra stick right. on the bottom yeah, and then it yeah, fell yeah. in. Put like put put a little stickiness on it yeah. as he goes,
3: put more on the wall. And My then, biggest
2: thing is how many showers did it take for him not to smell? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well he probably gets well, smell. That's also a nitpick he gets out well he's after he gets out of the pipe. Right. I've heard that river. one too. He so, has soap, he has soap, right? Oh, that's right, yeah. he does. But also, he... finds another body of water he... and... and...
2: Or, or he's going to a bank pulling out millions, hundreds of thousands of dollars. I
3: don't like care if you smell like yeah, shit. Yeah, I mean,
0: like, well, you've never gone to the bank and walked past someone who smells like shit? I mean, quote-unquote yeah, like, I mean, quote, quote, I mean, bank, but I'm saying it's like, listen, some people just
3: smell. Listen, it's not...
0: That, I mean, I can't even imagine not, what
2: that would it, smell it, like. Yeah, but, okay. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: <laughs> there is one maddening thing that I always think about when I watch this movie. And it's not as much a nitpick as more of a what-if. Imagine he crawled that entire way and he got to the end of the pipe and there was a grating
3: on the pipe. Well, right. Yeah. yeah. yeah that could have been... Ah, <laughs> to get him a Saw movie. You and know? There, like, and like, by the way, there probably would have been something. Yeah. Right. And now he's got to crawl backwards to get back
0: through... Like, oh, God. I mean, what... what yeah. You, yeah that, I think it's
3: better off that we don't
0: And has gone. You know, they, you have him driving away in the old uh, convertible. Just happy. Yeah. Red Red, and the boys telling stories at, at the, the cafeteria table. You know, hey, well, he's about to have himself an accident.
1: <laughs> uh, and he
0: got it. He got it. He did. You know, it's just it's just great. Great vibes there. And this is, um, I know I've done a couple quotes here, but this is my quote. And I've actually read this off in a previous podcast. I read this off in the Going My Way episode because there mm-hmm. were some thematic tie-ins there. Yep. But uh, here it is. And this is Red talking about uh, Andy being free and, and no longer being with him in prison there. Sometimes it makes me sad, though, Andy being gone. I have to remind myself that some birds aren't meant to be caged. Their feathers are just too bright. And when they fly away, the part of you that knows it was a sin to lock them up does rejoice. But still, the place you live in is that much more drab and empty that they're gone. I guess I just missed my friend.
3: Yeah. That's, uh, that's probably the iconic... Uh, yeah. Just A other speech, than the final,
0: course. yeah, other than the final quote. Of I the Just Miss movie, My but...
3: Friend is definitely that. unbelievable. Yeah, just yeah, just great
0: stuff. But then, you know, this is where you kind of look into the the thematic nature of it and Red is still living, and still living within it and he's still living within the prison and he's still doing the day-to-day, the routine. Every day is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And he dressed down Andy about hope and about leaving this place and how the dangers of hope. And here now he is without him and he knew that Andy never meant to be here and he... Didn't belong here in the first place. He was innocent the whole time. Mm-hmm. But here we are now where he's moved on and you're here and it's just that, that much more dread that they're not there. So now we're kind of left in with, with Red to confront his own form of depression, his own form of confinement and uh, the world that he's stuck in. The next scene is the third parole <laughs> and uh, we get a much different Red in this in this scene.
2: He sits down, and they ask about regret and rehabilitation. He says, there's not a day go by that I don't feel regret. Not because I'm in here, because you think I should. I look back on the way I was then. A young, stupid kid who committed that terrible crime. I want to talk to him. I want to try to talk some sense to him. Tell him the way things are, but I can't. That kid's long gone, and this old man's all that left. I got to live with that. Rehabilitated, it's just a bullshit word. So you can go on, stop your form, Sonny, and stop wasting my time. Because to tell you the truth, I don't give a shit. Yeah, and then that's the Oscar clip that they play,
0: you know, at the awards ceremony when they say that you're nominated. You know, like yeah. that's when you're like, oh, He's gonna be up for an Oscar here, and and it must feel good. Like one good part of getting old has to be the ability to call people sunny.
3: Sunny, It's yeah. <laughs> oh, my favorite part of the entire monologue. Your I love it's it, Sunny. Sunny, I can't yeah. wait till I'm old enough to call people sunny. Dude. It's awesome. <laughs> right. It's so demeaning. Yeah, yeah so demeaning. It's, like, it's the one reward that you get for getting to that age. Yeah. It's, just, it, it's the equivalent of calling somebody, like, an asshole or a moron. Like It's like, hey, Sonny. It means, like, hey, moron. That's listen like, yeah, right, oh, right, so right. to what I'm saying, because I'm smarter than you. Like, Immature it's so moron. Great. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. It's
2: yeah, great. That's great. So he gets that stamp that's passed. He's out. Yeah, of no. course,
3: the one time he's honest and truthful, right. boom, he gets out. Yeah. You know, he gets the...
2: But you know, yes. in fact, we talk about rehabilitation over and over, and now he's actually able to speak his mind a little bit and be more honest than just the answers that they want. And that's when well, he gets it's the easy. Freedom.
3: To, it's easy to be honest when you have nothing to lose. Exactly. Like I think that's where it is. Like he just had nothing. He had nothing left. Like dude, what? Was, are you, what are you gonna do to me? I'm just right. gonna be honest with you. You're not gonna do. You know, his mind. You're not gonna free me anyway. So forget right. it. And yeah. so fuck you. And that's when they're finally like, oh okay that that's that's an interesting uh scenario where like the one time he says what's really on his mind he's where he gets he gets released,
0: yeah, and it's at the stage too where you know they know he's he's fried here later on in his life and yeah. Um, and now the fact that they see that he's given up because, by the way, he's talking; he's not being obeyed. Yes, oh yes, sir, rehabilitator. I'm yeah. yes. He's not giving them a load of shit. He's yeah. actually he's saying, like, "Wow, no, this guy is." Yeah. But
2: he's saying, "I feel regret every single day, not because you think I should, because what yeah. I did was yeah, that fucked that, up. Yeah, that young boy is gone. Right. And all that's left is this
0: old it, man. This this is another thing we've talked about a lot in this in this podcast or through the first twenty episodes of this podcast is." Dialogue being unnatural and people not talking how they talk in real life. There is something about this script where everyone speaks so poetically and so Shakespearean that
3: it just works. But it's and not um, unnatural. It's not right.
0: unnatural because it just, it works within this
2: world, right? And, and I mean, um, Tim Robbins talks about how reading the script, it felt like he was reading a Shakespeare, but yeah, a
0: modern, it's very, like a modernized Shakespeare. It is like a modern Shakespeare. It's, it's something you very... also
3: buy it in in the, in the time in, in which it takes place. Mm-hmm. People were a bit more well spoken and, and more eloquent, I think, in, yeah, then than they are now. And it's just written a way that seems completely natural and and makes sense.
2: That you never get taken out by the dialogue. The dialogue is always driving it.
3: I, you, Kieran, you know, I'm a. They, I, oh yeah I, you'll I, call it out it yeah. drives me crazy yeah when there's unnatural dialogue yeah but it um, it's just even with movies i like is sometimes i'm just like Ugh, like it drives me nuts this one is yeah it yeah, doesn't the, do that for me
0: the whole script just plays like one giant poem and that's mm-hmm. what we talk about in getting quotes at this movie the whole movie is one big quotable quote right like right. i'm watching this last night and i'm just i'm just reciting line after line <laughs> along <laughs> with these guys like
2: it's and not even just like the powerful ones just a lot of the goofy ones too yeah you know? I mean like you know he, like what I like is um, Andy Dufresne who crawled through a river of shit and came out clean on the other side like things yeah. like there's just so much like that's yeah. just so such yeah. a throwaway line mm-hmm. that has so loaded yeah whether it's Red whether it's
0: Andy whether it's the Warner whether it's just the manager at the bag store you know you hear double bag? Last time you didn't double bag. Make sure you double bag. You know, it's just, there's just so many,
2: every line just becomes a quotable thing in it. And, yeah. and I mean, then when Red's working and he has to go to the bathroom and the manager's like, you don't have to ask me to take a piss. Yeah. And Red says, he's like, all these years I needed permission. I can't get a drop out without being told I can.
0: Red's leaving the prison. No more great camera work. Yeah. the camera's they have, turned.
2: Yeah, they, they have,
0: when when Brooks is leaving, the cameras are from the outside of the mm-hmm. prison. Looking in. Looking in, and he's leaving the prison. Mm-hmm. When Red is leaving, the cameras are at his back. And it's watch him walk through the gates, and it's just... They're pff- from the inside yep. of the prison looking out. Wow. Yeah. So he is actually escaping, uh, whereas uh, Brooks is never escapes, yeah. He's, he's engulfed
2: by yeah. it. And that's where... The, I mean, that camera work is fantastic. And then the, f- the foreshadowing
0: of the Brooks stuff into the Red stuff, Red kind of playing out the same process, working in the same grocery store, staying in the same
2: room... Yep. Talking about his parole, considering
3: the same options. Yeah, right. looking yeah. at the
2: gun in the store in the thrift store.
3: Yeah, well, the same thing, uh, Brooks. Yep. Same exact you know, thing, right? Getting the gun and shooting somebody in the store. You know, like yep. any way
0: to get back in. More great camera work, blurring out the guns and focusing it on the compass. Yep. Uh, and then they take him up to Buxton, Maine, with the old wall and the.
3: Which I did, by the way. So I blinked, and I guess I missed the, the, him getting the compass. Uh-huh. But I was watching it with my wife, and I was like how is he going to know where the north end of the, the field is? And then I'm like, oh, he has a compass. <laughs> shit. Like, he does have one. Right? They, they thought of everything. Yeah, they really yeah. did. You know, I was like, damn it, they got me. Like The volcanic... By the way, every rock. field in that goddamn town it looks exactly the same so i'm still not convinced he could find it but uh well
0: compass helps. You'll, you'll be very happy that stephen king spent about 15 pages of red trying to find the field is that right really now, oh yeah there's just wow there's a large section of the book of him trying to find this damn rock wall you know so <laughs> he pays back anyone who's who's nitpicking I mean, Kieran, again
3: you're on uh, say what you're in say what nehu If I can remember the town, there's (laughs) no way I'm looking for this fucking rock wall. That gets me right
0: there, too. I might remember Zewataneu...
3: I ain't finding that little, that little no, oh, ship box. No way. We're, just, no. We're, ne- we're not meant to be in after prison. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's, it's, it's friends with context. Yeah. You believe- <laughs> I'll miss you. I love you. I miss you. But, yeah, dude, it's I'm just, not looking. That's a, a lot of scavenger hunting i got to do. Midsummer again. Maine walking through fields with a with a suit and a hat on. Get the yeah. fuck at out At
0: least of here. he sends him the Fort Worth postcard. Right. So to
3: give him a little, all right, this is, a is where he crossed. Code.
0: At least I know, like maybe like by getting there i can i can look at some towns and, and figure maybe out where it is yeah 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 but again uh, finding that rock wall like oh lord
3: you don't even know if it's there maybe he just like could it's been 19 to, like... years that literally could have been a mall
0: i think that they do do a nice job of making it very clear that this guy has nothing else no to live for, right. no other purpose. Like, literally, his other option were, was Brooks had right. him hanging himself. So it's like, yeah. I might as well just search around Maine for a wall until I die. Right. Like, and honestly, that's, what that's I'm living and for. That's a good point.
2: And yeah. worst case, they violate him on his parole. He gets to go back to Shawshank with, and yeah, be all right he'll with that. Yeah, be fine. Yeah, his boys are up there and, and stuff.
0: So Right.
3: But really have nothing to lose. That's true. Right. Yeah, it's
0: just all right. So I spend the remainder of my days on this.
3: Right, endless scavenger hunt right. looking for a needle in a haystack. It's deck. better than
0: hanging myself worth. Which is why Stephen King felt it necessary it's, to spend ten pages it, it,
3: on it. Does bring me to a, a scene I really think is is cool and funny when he finds the uh, the volcanic rock, finds the box, opens the box, sees what's inside. It's a letter and it's money. He gets the money, and he instantly looks around like oh, like somebody's there. Yeah. <laughs> like, like this watching him. Little bird, right. yeah. That that's because. Well, if you're an institutionalized man, oh, yeah. that's exactly what you would do. 100%. Right?
2: Yeah. That's just perfect. Yeah, yeah, that was um, really well
3: done.
0: And, you know, even if we feel as if they kind of sped him up to the wall and sped him up to the stuff and said, how would he find it? Like, at no point does that beach at the end not feel earned. You know, you, get, oh, you, yeah. you never, like, get to the, the shot of the ocean and the beach and go like, all right. Like, no, it's like every time I well up, and I'm yeah. like, oh god, this is like, this is just fantastic. Every was, time, like again, I'm, I'm watching it for like who knows how many, like, the hundredth right. time last night, and I'm welling
2: up. And have like, just
3: been through such hell that you're just like, they deserve. Yeah, turned, yeah. it right. I mean, absolutely.
2: So, so the original ending was supposed to be him on the bus. Well, the ending of the book is him on the bus. Oh, it is. Yeah, okay. yeah. There's and then the beach
3: scene is and, a, and a, then the a studio, studio pretty
2: much forced it. So that's why Darabont. Yeah, and I'm glad they really did.
3: Too. I, I am. I am. But I'm not against the bus ending. I mean, like that's no, me neither. It's not as happy, but it wouldn't been. The worst thing in the world. And it's all about hope. Do you think because it
0: ruins the, the movie? Do You think you know, it ruins the, the movie? Okay, the guy sitting around analyzing movies in me agrees with you. But to deprive me of that <laughs> moment of <laughs> him right. walking on the it's beach a, in is. my favorite movie of all time and probably my favorite moment of the movie of all time, my answer is no, I, want, I need that. I need that beach. Understood, yeah, but do you fair. think
3: it ruins the movie if they don't have that? If it's just the bus?
0: Uh, I don't think it ruins the movie. I think the movie's probably still my
3: favorite movie,
0: but that beat shot is something that yeah. everyone who watches this movie deserves. Yeah. And I, and I, I normally I fantastic don't agree. camera work of it. Yeah oh yeah, and I normally would, would not agree with like the studios pushing to have to have it, but I agree with them in this.' In, in, this in, instance. in a
3: dark movie like this. I mean it is as much as there is hope and light in it, it's a pretty dark movie. Sure. It's really a nice cathartic moment to mm-hmm. have them together
0: and it drives home that theme it's like you don't want we talked about it in the lost weekend in the ending there and and you're left to wonder you know if you want it to be a happy ending it can be a happy ending if you sit around and really think about it it's probably not a happy ending maybe we'll see but this movie in a movie where you're you're forced to weather the storm of darkness and depression, and confinement, mm-hmm. insti- being institutionalized, all of that stuff, you need to show that last glimpse of, yes, you can get there. There's a light at the end and, of the tunnel. And yeah. they're embracing from a distance. You don't you don't get the conversation between them. you
3: left to imagine that. Even the embrace, right. their ways, it's done
0: perfectly. Yeah. I think it's the best way that it was yes, done in that scene. They, the, they found the medium. They found right. the... the, the because I don't ground. need
2: I don't need Andy being like you remember Zuwata right. Nehu. No no no. <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Perfect that's whatever right. said
3: to
2: them is,
3: is Between them, existing in your matter. imagination yeah. whatever right. you it's want for it to them. Be. It's for them. It's like, for them. Do we we did not talk about what happens to the old uh, warden? I, I do have a a complaint, a nitpick about this particular thing. So Andy escapes, goes to the banks, gets the money, takes off. They can't find him, right? You assume times goes by because in that in the last scene with the warden you see the paper comes out and he's in the paper mm-hmm. that he's, you know, all, all this bad shit he's been doing. He then goes to the safe and takes out the book, the Bible, mm-hmm. which has the, the, um, the, the rock hammer cut out. You assume it's been, what, several days. A, a, a news story's just coming out. It's had to have been a while, right? At least two uh, days. Remember, he says, we, can, can you make sure it makes the morning papers? Oh, so it's the
2: next So it's been day. at least 24 hours.
3: Okay. So that kind of alleviates... He does say that. Okay, yes. that alleviates my concern. So I'm saying, like, what is he, not check the safe in, in a couple, in a week or two weeks? Uh, well, or? yeah,
0: no, it, it is the next day. Yeah, that is... A, I you mean, know, how, they're, they're getting it that to the a
3: press in one day. They're not even fact-checking it I or think anything. when
0: you're dealing with an escape, maybe he's not so much worried about his... balancing he's, his books and stuff. He figures he has a little bit of time right, to focus
2: on, like... But yeah, that is fair. The, I mean, what you... There's there, no way the
3: newspaper article is coming up the next day, dude. You know how what they have to do to get a newspaper article out. Like, was it, it the same? If and, it's
0: if it's that big a story, and I mean, they he they go out of the way to say you make sure it gets in time to make the morning papers. Right, That's what okay. he said. And that so, was a thick. And if the story's that big, and, and it made, was how much thick, news is going on. I guess he mean,
3: sent them enough information right. where it was like there's no way to deny that he's this sending his
0: sources too. Right, and okay. they're already cued in on there being a big scene because there's an escapee up there. Right. So there's probably like. They're right. honed in on what's going so on. So they're already right. writing escape I, stories. Again, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that nitpick, though. They're, that is a they're taking some they're right. taking some leaps and some liberties. Yeah,
3: again, with all this movie, even the stuff that is nitpick worthy. It's just so good that it's easy yeah, to, to right. ignore. Just don't worry about it. Yeah, there's some it's
0: streamlining right. they did there. It's just kind of, yeah. Well, yeah. Let's yeah. just get this. It's in yeah,
3: which is fine. I don't mind that. It's a at the end of the day, it's a, like again, it's a movie. It's not. It's not real life. So right, yeah, I and
0: understand. and you get the payoff from their Bible showdown earlier on, which exactly. of yeah. I love them spitting quotes. There's
3: something about that
0: because it's in several movies where you see people just like having Bible duels and quotes. Like <laughs> it's like uh ah, it'd be kind of fun to be able to just match up quotes <laughs> we can't even remember say what
3: like yeah. match up
0: like the exact line And they the know number. they know
3: what like uh, uh they know where it is in the Bible. like yeah they know the, the number in and the verse and yeah, the book get the fuck like, out of here i can't um, remember my social security number. <laughs> <laughs> so, to, to end on on the uh, warden norton god bob, bob uh gooden. Gooden. bob gooden yeah awesome so good he's the only choice for this like he's just so awesome in
0: it great got his job because of his height yeah. Because they needed to match the suits. Yeah. Oh. It doesn't wow, make sense. sense. Yeah, if you have a tall yeah. guy. Tim you Robbins need to have is six
3: five. Tall... Yeah, you yeah, have to have yeah. a yeah. I like even even to the bitter end, they show him loading the gun, he's pointing at the door, like you think yeah. he's gonna shoot the the, the police coming in. And yep,
2: playing, the games, the playing games with you, right? They're always playing games with them.
3: Yeah, yeah. And they um, always
2: keep you on your toes which makes it i think that's part of the rewatchability that there's always something going on you can never be comfortable with it yeah.
0: to to sum it up in the end and and you know we talked a little bit about themes in the beginning anytime you can find a movie that touches into those deep of themes and and something as simple as hope yet as complicated as hope yeah.
3: right friendship. Be, in friendship
0: without in friendship without being cheesy without cool. being eye rolling i mean this is a movie i've watched a hundred times and i still don't roll my eyes i still mm-hmm. don't no. Go oh, they're pulling at heartstrings here. They're doing this no. They don't do. They don't,
3: dude, they, don't pa- they don't patronize the audience. They oh, don't.
0: They don't. There's oh. no schmaltz here. It is and and it has been accused of being a schmaltzy movie. Yeah, which it is I not. Don't see, I don't get that.
3: I don't, get that. No. No, I don't listen, get that. I think that's a lazy
2: take. Yeah. I think it's
3: a it's a it's a beautiful friendship movie. Yeah. I mean, I know okay, you can nitpick this. It's a male friendship movie, which 100%. you know, there's, there's it's a bromance. A, it's a bromance. Uh but I, I found myself getting emotional watching it this time, and I've seen it a hundred times. It's just, it's a kind of a beautiful thing in sure. a lot of ways. Yeah, you and know? it goes deeper than it just being about
0: a friendship. Because that's, on the surface level, that's what it is about, friendship. But it's about a man who's, who's driven toward the light at the end of the tunnel, never ceased, always stays. And his closest companion was someone who was trying to convince him that there was no light at the end of the tunnel. And when he got there, he led Red out with him. Right. So it, it true. is about finding hope amidst whatever sort of cloud of repression or darkness that you're stuck in and forcing your way through, even though the obstacles and the odds are all against you not getting there.
3: But I think Red's friendship got him through it, too. Like, I, I think yeah. they got... Mm-hmm. the. They needed each other. And, uh, and, uh, and not just those two, the the, the group of you know, the main characters. Yeah. The main crew there. I think it's important that they were all together in it together. They couldn't, I don't think anybody could have survived it on their own. And,
0: and play that even deeper into the theme is if you're going to overcome something like that, what do you need in like, You need friends. You need, you need family, support. You need people. Yeah. You need support. You can't yeah. do it your own. You can't we do it. We are your own. social
2: beings. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. You got to have people around you. Yeah. Yeah. We got to the end of it here, guys. Cool. Fantastic. We're oh, going to do yeah. our BPC awards. We're going to Perfect. put this movie through our system now here too, and uh, it's. I'm a little scared. You know, I don't. I. Uh, I'm a little scared here to uh, to throw my favorite movie up against the institution that we've created here at BPC for all these other Best Picture winners. Are we ready to go? Let's yeah. just hop right yeah, into it. Yeah, let's do here. it. Okay. MVP. Who wants to throw the first stone here? Chris. I'm in.
3: I think this is I don't think this is debatable but we, I'm sure we will debate it. <laughs> it's Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. This movie doesn't work without him. He plays like you said he wears more than one hat. He's co-actor, uh, lead actor yeah. and he does the narration and to a legendary level. I mean the, the, he he creates a whole genre of like Morgan Freeman uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Morgan voice Freeman over. narrated movies yeah. like he there's a he whole created a new, new genre. Yeah. I mean, it's it's he's he's amazing. He, his performance is brilliant. And I, I just I don't think you can make the movie without him. That's my, my take.
0: Yeah, I, I think that he's also mine. I'm going to he's oh, okay. my MVP as well. I think that we're just so comfortable with the idea that Morgan Freeman is not just a household name, but household voice. Uh, and the tones of his voice are just in everybody's audio lexicon. They just they know right. they know his voice. You could pick it out of the and it's, I, it's I popping just, up
2: people's serotonin at this point.
0: It's because of Shawshank. It's mm-hmm. this is if you really want I to. Hook, pick yes, out, he's
3: been in a ton of things. I could pick out Gilbert Godfrey's voice out of the lineup too. It doesn't mean he should be narrating Shawshank Redemption, <laughs> right? And it's it, it, yeah, he's.
0: <laughs> I think Affleck commercials are a good. Uh, that's a good.
3: It's a perfect a good medium for, for him. him
0: yeah. This um, movie created that, and yeah. yes, he was in He was in major movies before that, and he's done a lot since, but without Shawshank, I don't think he is the household name and the household voice that we know.
3: That's true. I um, mean, and the, he
0: absolutely crushes it in this movie. I don't absolutely. think Shawshank is the same without him either. You could make a case elsewhere, but I think he'd be my MVP.
2: So, I went with Andy Dufresne. Okay. Um, that's that's I love Morgan one. Freeman, but I think Andy is the one that kind of breaks the day to day monotony and he's the driving force of kind of change and growth and rehabilitation. But Morgan Freeman's fantastic and everything you guys said is absolutely true. But I went with Andy as the MVP. No, I mean yeah.
3: that, I, listen, it's subjective. It's one A one B. And listen, like the subtlety in which Tim Robbins plays the character and the and the kind of like doe eye yeah. at the beginning and kind of like how he how he how this, he portrays it going through, I mean, it really is great. Like, yeah. He's an amazing actor, and he's great in this. I just think that when you think of this movie, who do you, I, I think of Morgan Freeman first yeah. and foremost. That's yeah. my opinion. Yeah. I, but,
0: might, I might think of Tim Robbins first, to be honest. But when we're talking who brought the most to the table, I, I'd say it's probably Morgan Freeman. And, and, and this is also... Starter.
3: The, i mean Morgan Freeman this is his juice like this way is the most juice i yeah. mean oh, yeah. this and what what's after this i mean he does seven probably not too far yeah
0: seven is probably right after this yeah
3: so i mean it's just tim robbins he has later you know mystic river and he does some other stuff but yeah, yeah no
0: this is this is the peak of tim robbins 100%. for sure yeah this is what and, and, you know. You know. he directs uh, dead man walking Oh right! So, I forget yeah. he directs that. Yeah, so that's he's so he's nominated for best director in that. Yeah, yeah. and I then mean, you know the
3: argument could be for Frank Darabont. Frank Darabont too, yeah, because like, it's his
0: brainchild know. and he really committed everything to making this sure. happen. And he bet on himself. He bet on the project. Right. Even Stephen King said it was unadaptable. Right. Um. So you could definitely say him too. Uh, and him, like Tim Robbins, didn't do a whole ton afterwards. He had he had a one more stint with Green
2: Mile in the mix. Right, but uh, so. Sh- so Morgan Freeman goes Shawshank, Outbreak, Seven. It's
0: a great, run, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. great movies. Yeah. Then he's gonna do the Alex Cross stuff. Then he goes dumb. Kiss the Girl, yeah. Miles Flanders, Morgan Chain Sider. Reaction,
2: Kiss the Girls, Amistad, Hard Rain, Deep Impact, where he's the president. Oh, yeah, he's done a lot of bad movies, yeah. yeah. Along he... Came a Spider, Some of All Fears. He's
0: back at the Oscars twice. I think he, w- he wins for he wins for Million Dollar Baby, Dreamcatcher, is another Stephen King property. Is it really? Um, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, then he's, he's in the he's... Nolan Batman movies. And then I think he gets nominated. Yeah, yeah, he's good in those. I like this. He's, been, faces, he's been. Come on, he's uh, done. He's,
3: a, a, he's done a lot of movies, and a lot of them are not great. Well, there's, mm-hmm. a, great. Well, mm-hmm. there's the
0: now you see me nominated Joe. for uh, yeah. Invictus too. Uh, right, and, or, yes, I think that's, that's, that's right. another Clint Eastwood too. That's all. Right. That's Clint Eastwood. That's yeah, right. yeah. So he plays with
2: Nelson Mandela. Yep. He, yeah. That's fine. He's good in it. I late think it's fine. mid to
3: late nineties, Morgan Freeman is is where it's at. That that that's his peak.
2: LVP.
0: So this hurts, yeah. Because I don't want to. I don't really want to pick one. Yeah, and I and I hate to highlight. I have an answer. I have one, and I hate to highlight it just because I don't want to put any sort of blemish on this on this movie. Mine's a very small cast, much like my recast. Like I don't I don't want to do it, but we're doing it, so we'll, we'll do it here. So who wants to go first with LVP here?
2: I mean I'll go first did. with L. Right. Right. Hey. Take it. Um so I went with a small character because um I think this movie is really casted and acted unbelievably. But um Correction Officer Hay, the um Correction Officer at the end who is a real tough guy with all the uh you better be inmates. sick or dead in there. Is yeah, that- and then uh, the warden and Hadley come in, and he's a little bitch. He is a little
3: bitch. I, I was thinking yeah, that so, last
0: night, too. He's
2: you just, know,
3: hook, such hook, a- just, yes, sir. Yeah, so such not a today. Not yesterday. Right. Such a fucking coward. <laughs> not <after who laughs> breakfast. Not after dinner. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so a little bit of power goes to his head, and he's a piece of shit. So, he he, he yeah. did cower real quick. Yeah, real time. quick. Yeah. Just like, I mean, he was literally, like, stuttering like a cartoon character. It was, he is my LVP. All right.
3: Okay, all right, all right. Uh, my LVP is the prison walls. <laughs> what the ah, fuck? Dude, nice. what are they made of? Like it's like it's like wet sheetrock. It's, well, it's, it's coming no. right off. Like, dude, he's brushing his name in it and the whole fucking wall falls apart. Like uh, Jesus Christ, what are they making this prison out of? Like, God, I'm scared. I'm sc- I, I God, I hope that's not how it's real it is in real life. I'm 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 petrified. Wow.
0: Uh yeah, <laughs> Did I, I
3: sun down on that one. Sorry. <laughs> right.
0: Unfortunately, the walls are not petrified there. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, Jesus.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. That and I think, Plato. I think he won that. Okay, so mine and again, I <laughs> gotta hate to do this because it's just. But I, I, I'm pretty confident in this one. So mine is is Floyd. Floyd is the is the taller buddy. Uh, Red, I do believe you're talking Red. out of your ass. <laughs> uh, he's clearly the worst actor there. I mean, he's not in anything. He's only in Frank Darabon movies.
3: I, I like him. I like him. You know, it's a, it's a tough, it's tough in this movie. Yeah. Dude. That's why I didn't go with an actor. <laughs> There's, they're all pretty good. Like, yeah, they all hold their own and bring value.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just, you have to, you have to pick someone at some point. And it's right. You know, I, I didn't want to. And again, he's kind of known for looking like Lee Marvin, who's a, an actor from the the, the 60s. And that's kind of one of the reasons he was he was cast and Darabont liked him, but he just has some moments where and he he has a, like a lot of lines for like a supporting where they don't give Richie or Pril <laughs> any lines. Like he's talking a lot in this movie, and it's like if you're gonna have that guy talk so much, right? I guess Darabont likes him. He's been in every Darabont movie. I think right up into the Mist. I think the Mist was his last was his last movie. Oh, we didn't talk about the Mist at all. Have you guys seen the Mist? Yes. Oh God, I love it. This is really? good. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's this is good. Uh, it's underrated movie. Underrated <laughs> movie. Two thousand. You guys movie. have
3: talked about it. Before, in other, other uh, yeah, yeah we talked about. I think it's, it's a good out, movie. Yeah. It, it's definitely maybe, worth maybe, watching. Maybe when we did uh, um, uh, Halloween, I think you guys. Yeah, 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 that, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah.
0: But uh yeah, that's a, that's a fun one. It's yeah. another uh, Stephen King property. Yeah, that's a, a good one. story. Uh, one of my favorite short stories by him, too. Really. Oh yeah, I've stuff. never read it. Yeah, I think that and and apt pupil, which we uh, talked a little bit about in the Cuckoo's Nest episode. That's in the same book as The Shawshank, but and just. So dark. I yeah. mean, so the ending of that is just so dark. Um, but uh, I'd recommend checking out either one of those. Uh, where now, the mist is the ending is more. Um, I don't want to ruin the ending of anything, but the movie ending is darker than the book ending, which is another, oh, is it? Yeah, and Stephen King is is notable for saying, "Wow, I wish I thought of that." It's um, dark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's not a feel good. Check romp. those. Check those out. Old uh, Floyd. There is my LVP. The actor there, Brian Libby. Sorry, pal. But hey, he's immortalized in this uh, in this movie. And I again, the least valuable person in this is still pretty damn valuable. The least made. valuable person, the most valuable yeah. movie. Yeah, well, there you go. That's right. I, I, and I'd, I'd sign up for that. Yeah, it would be me the least, least valuable part in the most valuable movie. Hell yeah. Participation would, Award. Who are we throwing out? If this is a good one. This is a good one for this movie here to, to toss out.
3: I got one, and I have a, um, a notable mention. Okay. My participation award is Jake Brooks Bird. Yeah, Jake. <laughs> It's a good one. Yeah. Love it. It's a nice little, you know, hopeful, nice thing in the movie. It introduces Tim Robbins' character Andy to the the group really, and it's it's awesome. You see him grow up. You see him to become a full what is a crow right? Yep. Full crow. He goes full crow on us eventually. And yeah,
1: that's,
0: that's right. cool. Love it. I do have
3: an honorable mention, and it is uh, Richie April. Love it. Love
2: it. Yeah. Give toss it over there. Love it. For me, it's uh Haywood. My favorite part of the gang. I think he just he's, he's the consistent. best part of the gang. Yeah, and he's sure. consistent. He does a lot. He lets a seven year old man
3: almost murder him. He's not always. He's funny, but not always funny. Like he he, he strikes that balance. Like, yeah. He's, he's no, really he's good. really good. He's, he's serious. Kind of ignorant, but right. not totally ignorant. Like he, he plays it really well. Yeah. He he yeah. he
2: kind of does everything, and it's yeah, it's good. Um, like Boggs is my honorable mention. Oh, <laughs> whatever, Boggs.
3: <laughs> I left him out.
0: I you know I I can't give it to the warden because he's third billed and he yeah. gets all those all those royalty checks. I think he's gotten. It. He doesn't need the trophy. But he's I mean, gotten enough. He and was he was a Family
3: Guy. He's the number. He's not in it a lot, and he's amazing. Yeah, he's but incredible. He, he's in it a little too. We much. We talked
0: about uh, plenty of him. So I'm I'm gonna go with Clancy Brown and and nice. um and Byron Hadley. Uh, yeah. Just total heel in this movie. Just just
2: really he's beginning to end raising the stakes and the yeah, awesome. cool thing about him when they were like getting ready for this movie, a bunch of corrections officers reached out to him to like shadow them and he didn't want to because he knew the character was evil and he didn't want to represent any of them wrong well yeah yeah because I think yeah, is but, so cool yeah he didn't he didn't want to be too close to real
0: life with yeah, the an evil son of a bitch uh, some may know him as the voice of mr. Krabs from Spongebob SquarePants. Is he place. really? He is the voice of Mr. Krabs. A big voice actor. So. Uh yeah. I oh, was also in Pet Cemetery 2, which is an awful movie. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Have you seen that one, Chris? No. The Edward Furlong. The,
3: oh God,
0: no. Unwatchable. Please don't. I started. Was it Edward once did through. Edward
3: Furlong play one of the pets that came to life again? Yeah. He, <laughs> he looks like a scraggly dog. Like <laughs> Wow.
2: Damn. Shots I
3: fired. I know, sorry. Scene of the movie.
2: Show. Yeah, so for me, I, I, I said it, it's the Mozart scene. Um, you know, I, I joke that it's from Andy in the car through them meeting in Ziwatanehu, and I was only like 10% joking on that. But I think really all the scenes, um, I'm not going to disagree with anything you guys say, but the Mozart scene to me is just super That's impactful every time.
3: Amazing, important scene. So, um, yeah. uh, Karen, what do you think? Uh, my
2: scene, scene for me
0: is the two of them leaning on the wall. Um, Andy's last uh, day. In, yeah. in That's a person. favorite too. Yeah. That image, the two of them sitting there, that's like the movie poster.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, in my mind, other than other than obviously the iconic shot is him, in the rain, right. with his arms up. Of obviously, that's the actual movie poster. But you could you could see a framed picture on the wall, of the two guys sitting next to each other. The acting of that scene is yeah. just unbelievable. Yeah. And, and
3: for me, like I said, it's the scene where they rip the poster off, uh, and and the tunnel. You see the tunnel and the shot out of the tunnel. To the three people, the three guys looking in the tunnel <laughs> yeah, so in nice. disbelief. It just, to me, when I think of the movie, that's the scene. I hear the music in my head yeah, when, yeah. I, when I picture the, the, the visual. My favorite. It's awesome. I could watch it over and over again. It's just so cool. I, I love to see their reactions. Like, yep. they're yeah. shocked beyond belief. They cannot believe what they're seeing.
2: They don't know? even know how to process it. No.
3: It's so good.
2: It's so Perfect. Yep. Yeah.
3: We read every
0: relevant quote of this movie, I think. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, which we've never
3: done in any movie. No, but how could
0: you know this one? And we didn't didn't, uh, read the final one, though, which Morgan Freeman has gone on to say is his favorite quote of the movie, too. And I guess, why not? We'll just read it right now. I find I'm so excited I can barely sit still or hold a thought in my head. I think it's the excitement only a free man can feel. A free man at the start of a long journey whose conclusion is uncertain. I hope I can make it across the border... I hope to see my friend and shake his hand. I hope the Pacific Ocean is as blue as it has been in my dreams. I hope. Uh, and that closes the movie. Is great awesome. great stuff. Unbelievable. Absolutely Amazing. awesome stuff. Yeah, now this is, again, another tough spot here, and it, it pains me to do this, but the Time Machine recast. Taking anyone, any point of their career, plugging them into the Shawshank Redemption. Big, big, big stakes here. I took movie. an easy way out. Okay, I kind of did too. I'm, I'm, part of me feels like one of you guys is going to have mine. but um, I'm
3: recasting Tommy.
0: Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, all right. That's, that's Listen, I, I think he's right
3: probably one of the re- weaker guys in the movie. Like, uh, you know, it's not a big part. He did fine in it. I'm not criticizing the mm-hmm. job he did. It. Sure. it worked. I was thinking of that era, uh, Johnny Depp. Oh. Think, yeah. think about uh, Crybaby mm-hmm. version of Johnny Depp you know like uh, I, absolutely he had I that can, greaser look he I think yeah. he could have played it and probably played it better than the guy who did yeah I think that's smart um, I have no issue with that Gil Bellows is the, is the guy who played yeah. him, but and he did a fine job but I think you know, maybe a young Johnny Depp could have done it yeah this is
0: this is a movie where there's so many and Chris, we talked a little bit about this before we started recording there's so many like casting what ifs about this one this guy should have been Tom Hanks or Tom Cruise or Charlie Sheen like Part of it, you wonder, like, Paul Newman was going right. to be Red, and Robert Redford. You wonder, is like, was this... Were these all actually realistic right. spots? We see, yeah. That happens with a of course. Or, or was... were these people just tacking their names on after the right. fact? Like, oh, oh, yeah. oh yes, oh, my agent asked me about Charles Shank. I was supposed to play Red. Right. You we know, know, know the Harrison Tom Cruise ones with Jiffy's Reiner's said it. Uh, well, yeah, and then the production companies changed yeah. and stuff. We, we, yeah. yeah, Johnny Depp. Because right. I think, well, like, Brad Pitt was another one who was supposed to do that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. He was...
3: Yeah, he. I think he had a scheduling conflict or. Something. Legends of the yeah. Fall. Yeah.
0: But again, see, like that's the classic, like,
3: oh, I had a scheduling right. conflict. Like who? Okay, yeah. Brad. Like, but, but I mean, Brad Pitt doesn't really fit the profile of that character. I think Johnny Depp kind of did. Especially that Johnny time. Depp. Totally. No, I early nineties, Johnny Depp kind of. Fits, oh yeah. Yeah. You know? I, I like, like perfect that.
2: age for it. Yeah. Yeah, I
0: like that. That's a good one. Uh, Joe, what would you have?
2: So I recast Hey, my LVP, and I was thinking about like someone who actually wouldn't cower to some authority uh-huh. and. Uh, I I thought uh, older Jeff Bridges, all rough, right, rough Bridges with the beard, like hell, or water, yeah. uh, hell or high water, yeah,
3: Heller high water, Jeff <laughs> Bridges, yeah, yeah okay, Hot yeah. yeah. pot belly and the beard, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Great. right, yeah. cool. okay, all right. So mine is pretty paint by numbers, but you know, and and I I want to preface by saying I really like the actor who played this sh- very small role in this movie. I thought in in the fifteen seconds they gave him. He did a brilliant, haunting job. But it's just there for me, so I'm going to take it. Um, I recast Elmo Blatch, uh, who is the actual killer. Yeah. Oh. And they, uh, him and the tasty bitch he was with. <laughs> he, he was a little over the top. <laughs> yes, he was, he really was but I kind of like that because yeah. it was creepy.
1: And it made it was not creepy. sure if
0: he was reliable or not. Hey, we're in that time frame. I got to do it. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> oh, uh, and yeah. that's right around the time he's playing the uh, the scary assassin and things to do in Denver when we're oh, dead bring that up. Chris Great. Yep. Uh, Chris uh, uh, put on put me on to this this month yeah so I'm, I'm gonna watch that, that this week yeah it's um, good, good good stuff. Could really slide right into that that yeah. fifteen seconds read off there. I thought
3: you were gonna say Gary Busey. I don't know why.
0: uh Oh, that could work too. It might be a little too much. <laughs> the teat- right?
3: You know I'm thinking of the teeth because he has the nasty teeth. Yep, they all have but nasty Buscemi, teeth. Yeah, all, all three Buscemi. of them have yeah. weird teeth. Ooh. but I
0: think Bushemi could nail that that
3: one little spot there. A little bit more, yeah, a little no, bit more cool. subtlety. Well, with he's his a much story. better actor than Buscemi, yeah. or, uh, Gary Busey is. So. Yeah, but yeah, but now I, I do want
0: to say though there is part of. Me that loves the fact that those two roles we mentioned, or even Joe yours too, are unknown actors. Right. Like I kind of yeah. like that Gil Bellows. We really just know him from Shawshank. Yeah. The Elmo blast that ten seconds. Like it could be a bit distracting if Steve Buscemi's in there. It's like oh, like Steve Buscemi yeah. part, you know, a little like, stunt yeah, yeah. casting type <laughs> yeah, thing. take you out of it a little bit. But boy, yeah. that is a little spot that's just made. That would Steve be cool. Buscemi, right. Yeah, that'd be yeah. funny. Yeah, that's oh, good. Man.
3: That's good.
0: So we've reached the point where we more or less give. Recommendations. So, if you liked The Shawshank Redemption, uh, a movie that we might go and say, "Hey, you might like this too," which is, I guess, a kind of a tall task. We're talking about The Shawshank Redemption
2: here, but yeah, um, this was a hard one. It felt, it felt yeah. a lot of pressure on me this too. one.
3: Yeah, me too. You know, I thought a lot about this. Like I said, it was it was kind of stressful a little bit, but I think I I I have a good recommendation for, for people that like this movie. It's a movie called Sleepers. Ooh. Came out in nineteen ninety six. Interesting. Um, Great movie. Kieran, have you seen it? It's actually on my watch list. It's oh on wow! Watch list. No, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, Joey, you've seen yeah, it? Yeah, I yeah. I Love that movie. So um, it's an amazing cast. It's actually a really good film, uh, too. It, it is. I guess it is. A, it's a prison movie. I would imagine. Sure. Um, has Kevin Bacon, Robert De Niro, Dustin Hoffman, uh, Jason Patrick, and Brad Pitt
2: mm-hmm. among others. Kevin Bacon's really good in it.
3: it it's an ama- it's, it's a story about a bunch of uh, young, you know, teenage kids. I guess early teens. That something happens and they end up in a uh, 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 facility for boys, mm. uh, kind of a jail, a jail for boys essentially, and uh, things happen and the story goes from there. I don't want to give it away, but it's a wonderful, really amazing movie with great actors in it. And uh,
2: yeah, really. I, good I movie. think
3: if you like this movie, I think it's something that you would enjoy.
2: I think it's a great call. Yeah, I think that's smart.
3: Is that a Brad Renfro? In
0: that, too? He is, yeah. Brad Renfro in that, who's also in Apt Pupil. Yeah. So they yeah, tie so in a little Bradford bit there, too. Is
3: in so. it, yes. Um, it's, it's Billy Crudup, which you know was one of my favorites, is also in it. Mm-hmm. Dustin Hoffman. There's a bunch of great people in it. Yeah, so good cast. Uh, check nice. it out. We'll moving up the stuff. old list.
2: All right, so, Joe. So for me, so, you know, I was thinking about different... I, I felt a lot of pressure on this one, because this is my favorite movie. So, if, But you did you know, say then, you were excited with what you came yeah, up yeah, with. Yeah, very so happy okay, with cool. what I came yeah. up with. So I, I thought a lot about different themes and kind of where they relate. And I thought about, you know, being in prison, being imprisoned when you're innocent. I thought about kind of hope and growth and change. And uh, I went with The Truman Show.
3: I've never seen that movie. Great
2: movie. I and that's I actually, a weird
3: one not to have seen. Yeah,
2: I, I actually rewatched it a, a couple of weeks ago randomly. Um, it really holds up and... Different kind of prison. Yeah, that kind of is...
3: Fr- I, I know what it's right. about, and that's an interesting take. Yeah. yeah,
2: but you know that he's... he's He doesn't know, but he's he's offering hope mm-hmm. to the world having no idea that he is being viewed and his entire life is being controlled, and I just think there's a lot of pieces to it that's just really... And I, I think it fits, and um, yeah, I think I'd be comfortable with that regulation.
0: I'll have to add there. that to my
3: list. Another...
0: Uh, you have a, a Frank Darabont tie in there, too, though. Uh, you have... Jim Carrey, and he's in The Majestic. He stars in That's The right. Majestic, one <laughs> of uh, Frank I've never seen that one either. Uh, Nor have I. That's the one, Darabont, I haven't seen. Yeah. So mine uh, is completely a cop-out here. Uh, that being said, i um, real confident in it. My uh, recommendation is that if you liked The Shawshank Redemption, my recommendation is The Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> I, <laughs> what? I, <laughs> I implore you, if you liked The Shawshank Redemption, go out find someone in your life that has not seen it watch it with them because the only thing more rewarding than watching this movie is watching it with someone who has yeah, never seen it before that's awesome. and yeah. living it with them it is it, I love it, doing it that with every movie I and like and this movie is I agree with you Chris yeah. but this movie is just so much more rewarding watching them React to every moment and, and reacting with them. Yeah. It's like seeing it again for the you're first time. You're
3: watching them more than you're watching right. a movie. At yeah, that point, yeah. Right? But
0: you're also yeah. reliving the first time that you saw it. it was, yeah, no. You not taking I, I, things yeah. for granted that you're just a no and the beats. Yeah. 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 it's uh, So I, I just, for me. All right, cool. The, there you go. Tom, my my little... second
2: it was Dream Warriors, which. Died. Oh, <laughs> my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he got it in three times. Good for him. <laughs> so I'm going to kick at you guys for for closing thoughts uh, before I kind of tail us out here. Joe, Shawshank Redemption, closing thoughts.
2: I mean, it's, I'm so happy that we did this. Um, I'm so happy that we're able to do this for the time we did it. And I think we did it justice and, you know, get busy living or get busy dying, right? Hell yeah. that's One right. simple choice.
3: Uh, what sticks with me this time, I've seen it so many times, but it really is, it's a really uplifting movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it doesn't seem like it, you know, initially, but uh, the more you watch it, and again, maybe it's the age I am now. I'm just like oh wow I, I it's, there were so heart so many heartwarming moments where I like I got I got emotional like yeah. it's really good man like friendship and, and camaraderie and, and hope and, and it's, it has a lot of great elements that you really it really makes you feel good it does it's a good movie to to make you feel happy for sure yeah you
0: know? yeah and you know for me if if you're having a bad day if you're having a bad week if you're having a bad month if you're having a bad year. Or a complicated year, like I'm sure many of us may be having out there. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a movie to go to, and just put put things in perspective. Mm-hmm. Take a step back um, and, and see the light at the end of the tunnel. I think this movie is there is is a beacon of light for that.
3: It can never your day can your t- life can never be as bad as Andy's. You know, <laughs> That's uh, right. Especially the at first several two years. moments. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <it's> <laughs> several <laughs> moments. There. Can't be that bad. So thank you guys. Thank you. Um, thank you. you know, That's awesome.
0: Yeah. And uh, it is. Uh, this is going to be dropping on Thanksgiving. And, uh, you know, happy Thanksgiving to you and everyone out there. You know, I picked this movie for
2: Thanksgiving, you know, and I... I... think it's
3: a good Thanksgiving movie. Absolutely. It is. It, it kind of is. Yeah, I don't know what it is about to... it, but it's there is. Because yeah. it's
2: optimistic. It's hopeful. It's about growth, right? Yeah. And being thankful that you're not...
3: In jail. Right?
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> for something you didn't do. Or for
0: any reason, let's face yeah. it. Fair enough. I think this is as good a time to any. To thank you guys, Joey, Chris, to thank all the co-hosts that we've had on the show... Artie B, Grant C, Brendan B, Jay, Oz, Rob R, the whole squad, Steve B, everyone who's taken their time to sit down in front of the microphone, give hours into this, uh, all the wives of all the co-hosts who I'm about to put the logistics this. Uh, I think
2: that's the truth they're they're the- we get to do it yes. and have fun and bullshit with each other all day. <laughs> <laughs> they have to deal with the schedule that that we've put
0: out. Um, thanks to all of the listeners who have spent the hours listening to us sit here and talking for hours. I appreciate that. I, I can't uh, I can't tell you how much it, it means to have to know that there are people out there listening to this and and tuning in and subscribing. All the people follow us on any of the social media's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at best picture cast. If you've taken the time to subscribe or if you've taken the time to write the review or um or to rate us like all of that means so much. Yeah, I mean it's just it's been a trip here we're, we're moving in on 1 year. Uh, it's wild. So whether you're listening to this on Thanksgiving, uh, 2020, when it's going to come out or three or four years from now, maybe you're listening to this. Uh, we appreciate you all out there. So, uh, thank you for that. I mean, that's really it guys. I, uh, we crawled through a three hour podcast and made it out clean on the other side. <laughs> uh, that's all I have to say really. Uh, right. We're going to let uh, these two Italian women sing us out. I still don't know what they're saying, but, but I'd like to think matter. yeah, I'd like to think it's great. All right, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving and thank
2: you.